Oh, Mo, it's been a minute, bro. It has been a minute, mate. It's been a pleasure. I want to start by saying that this is the comfiest sofa I've ever sat on in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucking badass, bro. I love it. It's pretty yeah. phenomenal. It feels like adult life is finally hitting. Like the fact that I have to get my own furniture for context. I've always moved into apartments that are furnished. Yeah. So buying your own furniture is like a different ball game. It's like adult life at full max. Yeah. So just uh, a bit of a bit of uh, information to people listening to this. We're currently in Lou's new pad. Um, he's gone for a very minimalist vibe. There's currently <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all in the Zero. entire place, <laughs> except empty, a single, uh, uh, where is it from, DFS? DFS sofa. DFS sofa, which is a absolutely bag phenomenal. And yeah. a coffee machine. Yeah, but mate, I like it. The yeah, amount of bro. minimalism. Minimalism at its finest. This is a rebellion towards um, fucking must consumption, you know? I like it a lot, dude. But yeah, I'm pretty excited for this one because obviously I feel like the start of the start of his podcast because like, I don't plan anything for him. Yeah. Maybe I will in the future when I'm not such a rookie at this. Yeah. But like so that it's a, sometimes it's a little bit clunky, slow to get going. But like obviously we've known each other for time. Yeah. We always have like sick conversations and we're super creative together. So some of the most like some of our best conversations have been so random at the most random times of like anything. But yeah, bro, when it comes to production, like I don't think you need to put that much pressure when it comes to the narrative element of it. Mm. The more relaxed and candid, the better, because then, yeah, you get the best conversations out of that. Oh, dude, when you, you like literally, I think you have to go straight on with a mic, just yeah. maybe hold it down. Or whatever's comfortable, you hold it to a little thing at the bottom. But yeah. it's like, um, I, I think they call directional microphones. So if you do go side to the side, I lose you, I lose you a little bit. Cause it's yeah. like, it just detects that one little beam. So that's gonna be a million times better already. But nice. yeah, man, um, how have you been anyway? How's life? Bro, What's life been has been on? mad. So it turns out I now have a girlfriend, Ooh. which is, uh, if you follow me on social media, I've always, I've always been what, very private. That's a big thing. I'm surprised you said that. That's literally like a big component to what's been happening, right? Because obviously she's helped me like contextualize so many different things, like just normal people shit, right? When I say normal people shit, that sounds so fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. But um, sub, sub, sub six figure mindset. Sub six, sub six, six figure mindset. Normies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, so just help me contextualize just certain things I've always, um, you know, never really cared about so much. Mm -hmm. Like the last five years, you know, how I've you know how I've lived my life in the last five years, right? So, for me, if we go from that to where we are now, it's like, bro, a lot has changed. Well, and my mindset has changed as well. Bro, you used to be like a freaking robot, man. <laughs> like all you would do, and I'm not even joking. Obviously there's like work, hustle, culture, culture like yeah. all you would do is work, eat the same unseasoned shit yeah. food. Like, <laughs> like literally no seasoning on your food. Nothing. All you do is work until like ridiculous. You'd go to bed at like three, 4 a.m. as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. And you yeah. just do that every single yeah. day for like years. Yeah. You'd get up, you'd work all day on your laptop. You go to the gym for two hours. Yeah. You'd have the same meals every day, the same routine, like with like no sleep. And it's I mad. did not know how you did it, mate. Bro, like, it's, it's wild. Beyond, it's wild. beyond human. Like it's fucking insane, mate. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we're trying to figure out if it's like a mild autism fucking you know i could be on the spectrum bro <laughs> you never I know i don't think i don't think you're Do autistic you know I mean? no i don't think, think i am but when i say that i say it very loosely by the way for yeah. everyone that's listening i'm not autistic but people listening like, but, um, <laughs> but there's definitely um looking at how i did things in the past there's definitely a pattern in terms of how i like to do things mm. You know, so I like to um be very regimented. I need to do things a certain way for me to be satisfied or to 
move ahead. But then she made me realize that I need to surrender to the idea of that and, you know, just live life basically, mm. you know, to summarize it. And um, yeah, life has been so much better. Um, obviously when you're consumed with your work and trying to achieve this massive goal, you get lost in it, bro. You get lost in the source. So it don't get lost in the source because otherwise you're going to burn out and yeah. you're going to be unhappy for a while, yeah. which I was to be fair. But yeah, we're, we're back on it, bro. Like I came to Manchester to see you. That was fucking sick. Mm -hmm. I think that gave me the break that I needed. You know, little trips like that, right? Yeah, man. So for the last six months, I've been traveling quite a bit, which has completely changed my perspective on life and making friendships and building relationships with people. Cause yeah, cause you literally like, when I say all you did is work, it's literally all you did, isn't it? And yeah. then I, I don't know, it seemed like you had like, you, you reached from the outside in on social media. Cause obviously like I was speaking to Tom about this yeah. when we did a podcast, it's like, a lot of, and, and we're pretty similar as well. Like a lot of people that I'm close friends with, like I might not speak to or hear from for like a few months. Yeah. And then we link up and like, things are like fucking yeah. great. You know, we catch up and everything and have a sick time. Yeah. But yeah, but like, I seem to remember you were like, I don't know if you weren't as active on social media or you disappeared for a little bit or yeah. like you pulled back because you, 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 you literally used to post. You still do a lot, but yeah. every day at least, yeah. one, didn't you? For like yeah. years consistently. Yeah. And you amassed a fucking killer, killer audience from doing that. Yeah. But yeah, I remember like one day, maybe it, it probably wasn't like this, but for, for me, how I remember it is like, you just weren't as active on there. Yeah. And then you just came out with like, because all your posts is like fitness, yeah. serious exercise content. Yeah. You just came out of this random like lifestyle post of you just like at a beach doing some shit, yeah. having a good time. Yeah. And it's almost just like, you were like, fuck it. Like I wanna, I wanna yeah. do what I want now. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, it. mate, I respect <laughs> that so much. It is bro, it's so much better when you do it like that. Don't get me wrong, obviously this, you know, um, you get a, you can achieve a lot by that lifestyle in terms of um, obviously building something of significance and building a following, right? Obviously yeah. that is how I built my following just by being relentless and posting what, three bits of content a day, right? Three, three bits of content. So right now I think I'm on like 3000 total posts that I've made yeah, in the last yeah. couple of years, which is quite a bit because like, yeah, obviously I'm, I'm, st I, I'm a still big believer mm. in posting frequency. So I definitely took that quite far but obviously it's helped with the growth yeah and yeah the contrast now is yeah the fact that i post a lot more lifestyle stuff um people actually uh get to get to know me on a personal level right which is something that i never really used to do mm. it's kind of funny because every time when i spoke to brands they're like yo we need to see more of your personality yeah and i was like what the fuck are you talking about like this is me but at the time i was so deep into it bro. <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of got lost. I was like, fuck, like who am I? What is it that I enjoy doing the most, right? Obviously I like training. I'm obsessed with training, but yeah. that is not who you are. That's just one part of you. <sighs> so I had to work backwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit wild, like looking back and everything that I've done, I was like, fuck bro. Like I definitely took it a little bit too far. Mate, I've, I've always felt like, like especially <laughs> when like we have friends like the first few years, you know, oh, I've always felt like, you, you're, like you're always, you've never been like one of these fake people on social media at yeah. all. Like it is yourself, yeah. but I've always felt like when we're like together <laughs> there's like an element of you different that version, comes right? out it's that is never that is it's never on social media it's mud, right? it's I, 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 maybe you just didn't like didn't yeah. see that because you I, like you're always like before like now you, you just seem, professional you see, yeah exactly you seem like you're you're a, bit, a lot more comfortable on social yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, actually like yeah. showing all parts of your personality and stuff yeah. 
But yeah, I felt like maybe at the start then it was just like that professional aspect of yeah, you. And then we'd like it. joke about dumb shit. shit. Together, and I'm like, bring <laughs> Bro, the fucking- who the fuck is this guy? Bring the retard yeah, out of yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? So. Wait, all the expos, I think that was probably when, um, um, that was, for me, those were the best memories. Yeah. And um, yeah, they were fun. But yeah, I feel like on social media now- wrestling on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> bro, fuck it out. That was literally fucking- Fuck it. Oh, that was sick, bro. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, definitely. Yeah, I think people now they're slowly getting to see like the real Luomba. Again, when I say that, it's like on social media I've always kept it super professional. Yeah, but like yeah. the real Luomba is just like it's still that, but there's also another version. Like I feel like, bro, I don't know how would you even describe that without sounding like a uh I don't know. Um I guess in my personal life, if you know me. Like, I think there's um this uh, kind of a uh, what's that um Asian philosophy uh something along the lines of uh, there's a different face for like different friends and groups of people around okay, you yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. so your public face the people that know you that yeah, are closest yeah, to yeah. you and then there's one of um you know only the person that you know right mm. so essentially I think I found myself that you know in my professional setting people find or see it different version of Luomba and then you you get to experience a different version of me yeah and then there's also a personal version that I'm in tune with with it which is me mm -hmm. right and uh, I think I took that literally on social media so when it came to fitness you get to see just the fitness side and that's it yeah yeah and then when it came to my friends and family they get to see you know Luomba with you know not necessarily you know like with the fitness stuff but just mm -hmm. me being me right but yeah, it took me a while to kind of um, obviously surrender to that and just do whatever I want to do, basically. And yeah. obviously through social media, then people get to experience that with you. And it actually creates a, you know, a deeper connection with people. But um, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I think now my goal is just to express that and just go from there and just, you know, just live life and just document it. Uh, we what? spoke about this earlier. Just document and post, basically. What, and on the, on the socials? Yeah, and just not have a specific agenda. Yeah, man, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it kind of kills the vibe, bro. Like, it really does. Yeah, well, like, like you were saying earlier, like, how we kind of, like, the on Instagram, when we started, we were just, we, we weren't trying to get anything from it. Exactly. Like, we weren't making money from it. Yeah. It wasn't our yeah. job. So yeah. it's like, on socials, we would just literally make, videos yeah. about training because we like to train yeah, exactly. or do Instagram content about because. training because we like that. And then as yeah. you rightly said, like earlier when we are going for a walk before this, yeah. you're like, we kind of pioneered that swipe across yeah. style, like the carousel style content. And it's yeah. like, we didn't do it because it did well. Yeah. Like that shit wasn't a thing. Like yeah. that didn't, that didn't perform well. It just made it. sense but at then the it's time. Caught on, isn't it? Yeah. And now it's like people that are doing that now, yeah. ourselves included, to an extent, yeah, are doing it because we think game. it's going to do well and it's going to get us yeah. engagement, and it's yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like, an, yeah, it's just like it's a relentless cycle to get trapped into. And I want to, my goal now is just to completely, you know, get myself out of that and surrender to the idea of just making content for content, like we used to. Yeah, yeah. Like I really want to get back to that, and that is what I'm kind of doing at the moment, just making content of what I get up to on a daily basis. But one thing that I've realized, one thing that I used to think about is I used to think my life was too boring to post shit like that. Yeah. But now I've realized that people actually want to see that stuff because when it comes to business, they want to see how you go from A to B. Mm -hmm. They want to know the journey. They want to know the story. And um, yeah, it's kind of mad how social media has kind of changed quite a bit because the things that we used to do have, have become the norm. And then now it's almost like reversing and flipping 
to the other side. So what you're seeing now, it's almost like what was the boring content has become like the new thing, right? Like the daily vlogs, like the, you know, I read a book when I wake up in the morning, I meditate, yeah. you know, I yeah. make a coffee and then I edit for two hours and then I go to the gym and then I go to bed. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's become very hyper, uh, what would you call that? Like hyper focus slash like, kind of the devotion to being the best version of yourself. Yeah, man, that's so cool. That's cool now. That's yeah, it's become the new yeah. cool thing, right? Yeah. Whereas I remember when I used to post those time lapses, like I don't, a lot of people didn't really fuck with it. I've had people that made comments like, oh, your content's too boring. Like, bro, you need to do more shit. I was like, yeah, but bro, this is what I'm at. This is my life. This yeah. is what I enjoy. This is what I do, right? But yeah, I guess now going back from what you said, it's just completely breaking down the barriers and just be fluid with the whole entire process and show everything mm -hmm. rather than just one section of your day, which yeah. is obviously what I did. Well, yeah. So now it's just being more open with, oh, that, that's with thing, shit like this. That's the thing for, for me that I've realized, man, with socials, it's like people, the only thing that you, you, like everyone's got going for them is that the only individual thing we have are, is ourselves as individuals. Yeah. So it's like the reason that people follow you yeah. is because of you and yeah. what you do and who you are. And it's like, okay, yeah, you might jump on some trend. You might start an early trend or be in something yeah. early that's gonna pop off and make it do well. Yeah. But the reason, yeah, you know what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah, I know where you're coming from. Like, I mean, your content recently, like I've said to you, bro, when I see you skydiving, like that is epic. I want to see more shit like Mate, that. Mate, I don't, I don't. But then you obviously, like you said that obviously, if fitness pays the bills and you have to obviously keep doing it, mm. but just finding the balance between the two, like how do you feel where you're at now and your next few steps on social media and how does that relate to where you're at in life? If that makes sense. What do you mean? So for example, like, is there, um, what you post on social media, mm -hmm. does that correlate to what you're doing in real life? Yeah, man. Yeah. So I know does. you do a lot of traveling. I know you do a lot of, I mean, I don't really see a lot of fitness content the way we used to. Yeah. Right. Are you in? Oh, as in like, like yeah, like a a, a sick gym edit every every yeah. week or so. Yeah, man. It's just like your life changes, doesn't it? And then yeah. the content, I think, changes accordingly. And then you just got to run with that and document it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, bro. I think social media now is um, it's definitely changed. Like, I think for most people, it's become an outlet. I feel like when people jump on social media now, it's like they're expecting something to happen. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, like we said, you just got into it because you enjoyed making content. And of course, if you broke through and actually got a sponsorship, that was sick, right? Yeah. But ultimately it was always down to the content and the workouts themselves. Yeah. Whereas now it's, I find it odd that, um, obviously because people have kind of understand uh, the business side of business side of things, mm -hmm. people are walking into it with a plan. Like I'm gonna mass produce a shit ton of content and they're gonna build a brand. I'm yeah. gonna get an audience. I'm gonna get brand deals. And I'm gonna make money from this. Yeah, man. Right. So now it's like you're getting this very curated kind of even in fitness, this fitness lifestyle, which um, fair enough for them will generate cash flow. But ultimately, there's like no real depth to it because at some point they will just drop that as a business model and move on to something else. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I still live and breathe training like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's uh, it's very fascinating to watch and how things have changed. But um, to switch things up, yeah, I think ultimately now I'm just enjoying life for the sake of just chilling with my friends and family. Yeah. And um, yeah, bro, it's fucking epic because I feel like I've lost, uh, I've lost out on that for the last five years. Yeah, how, how, what, how long do you reckon, so it's, you reckon five years that you've solidly smashed it? Yeah, more or less. So as soon as, as, soon as I left Plymouth to go to uni. And by smash it, like explain like, 
what was your day to day like? So literally, I'd wake up. Um, so in the uh, last three years, um, I'd wake up at four o'clock, uh, work for four hours, have my first meal. Four a.m. Yeah, and then work for two hours, have my second meal, and then I don't know for like an hour and a half or two hours, I'd do something in between and have my pre-workout meal, go to the gym, train for two hours, and then either catch a cab or a bus back home because at the time I wasn't driving. Yeah. And then um, have my next meal, kind of chill for a bit and go to bed. And I've been in bed for eight o'clock. So this was when I had my solid, like, r- like r- solid structure and regimen that I stuck to. Yeah. Obviously, before I was a little bit more fluid in terms of timing, I'd go to bed really late and wake up early, right? Yeah. Which meant I was barely sleeping for a few years. But then, yeah, I managed to find a routine which clicked. But even with that, bro, it was fucking soul destroying because you were just stuck in this loop. And for two years, I was caught in that because of the lockdowns, right? Mm. So, um, yeah, there was kind of like two, three years were a bit rough in that sense. So there was no real depth or meaning to what I was doing. I was just caught in this repetitive cycle. And what were you doing, what were you doing in this time, like work-wise? Bro, building the business. So I was building creation, uh, stay dedicated and lean 360. And uh, for context, these are projects that, um, you know, that I've been doing for a minute to yeah, yeah. essentially uh, kind of create the future that I'm looking for, right? To become the kind of uh, financial freedom or slash vessel mm. for me to not rely on sponsorships. Yeah. Right? You know what it's like, bro. Yeah. Relying on sponsorships will kill the joy of content creation oh, yeah. and you end up in this fucking cycle, which we we're talking about before, right? Yeah. So the goal is to find an outlet, you know, either, you know, build a business around it. So the lifestyle and the things that you do and enjoy the most, which for me is content creation. That's yeah. why creation was born. Stay dedicated, which is the apparel. Uh-huh. And then you got the Lean360, which is the training nutrition side of things, right? Yeah. So yeah, the last three years, I've just been building that. And yeah, bro, that took so much um, out of me. Because most people, they'll start one brand, but then to start fucking three, bro, it's fucking insane. But um, yeah, so that's where I've really been spending most of my time. And um. I've learned so much about business. So yeah, if, uh, yeah, it's mad. It's fucking, yeah, it's a different life, bro. But yeah, now I'm kind of uh, figuring out like work-life balance. Yeah, I like it, mate. Yeah, I, I'm, ha- I'm literally happy for you. The fact that you seem to uh, be able to experience all these things that you've missed out <laughs> on, you know? Like, like, yeah, just like going away, just like yeah. actually like relaxing and enjoying yeah. life. Still got to get you to Ibiza at some point. Yeah, and it's happened, bro. Like I said, that's a lad's holiday. I believe it when I see it. I mean, I it's mad it. that I haven't been on in a lad's holiday. I believe it when I see it. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck me, what? I'm 27 now. It was my birthday last week, and we're getting fucking old, bro. Yeah, happy belated birthday. Thank you, lad. Um, didn't get you anything from a shit friend. That's no, all good. I'm still waiting for that uh, Hoover. Robot Hoover. Got, yeah, yeah, Robot if Hoover. If any, anyone's listening wants to send Lou a Robot Hoover for a collab yeah. from China, hit us up. The, the ones of AI that like mop the floor are sounding about it's fucking insane, bro. Bro, that'd be fucking epic. Mate, someone, this, this brand, Asian brand, like emailed me and wanted to send me one. And I was like, straight up, I was like, nah. Not doing. I'm not doing a YouTube video on fucking Hoover. I saw the thing and was like, "Oh my god, I need this." Yeah, <laughs> I think it was yeah, like the thing. It's just one of those things you can just stick on your stories. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the, at the end of the day, you do use it. Yeah, oh, and mate, someone got, will find I've it useful. One. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if if you have even carpet, they clean like it, yeah. mop, it can mop the floor. It can steam it. <laughs> mate, this is literally the best shit. Right. Like, <laughs> mate, I'm not even joking. Like, think like Hoovering, bro. What sort of peasant shit is that? Uh, bro. Like, <laughs> But dog, I used to have this weird obsession with Dyson, bro. 
Oh, bro, I brought one of those Dyson wireless ones. Oh, yeah, Dyson but, is where it's at. Yeah. But since I was in what? Uh, uh, it's like the Apple of Hoovers. Exactly. Yeah. When I was what, in year 11, product yeah. design, I was obsessed with Dyson, bro. Fucking hell. Like, yeah. Dyson fetish, I, brought, I need to get one. I, I really want to get one just for the sake of having a fucking Dyson. I'll tell you bro. where you get one They're from. expensive though, right? Facebook Marketplace, mate. Yeah. They're mate, you're freaking, you vouch. Marketplace. You're, you're literally a brand ambassador for Facebook Market. Mate, I kid my whole, okay, so the trade-offs <laughs> of using Facebook Marketplace to buy stuff, yeah. okay. The, the pros are like, you can buy things that are basically new secondhand. Yeah. So you can, when you don't want them anymore, yeah. you can, if you're smart and good at haggling, yeah. you can sell it for a profit. Yeah, you can that's have true. stuff and then make money on it. I you like basically it. get paid to get free shit. Yeah. But the cons are obviously it can take time to find things. Yeah. So like, yeah, sometimes I go on yeah. there and buy a load of shit. Other times I just be like, fuck it, I'll just buy this new thing off um, yeah. online. But I think for me, it's definitely like a matter of time and convenience. Yeah. I think that is probably, if I were to spend money, it's around the idea of time mm-hmm. and how convenient it is for me to get that thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah I, do, I do agree. If, if money was no no object to yeah. me, like if I was like worth like hundreds of millions, I'm not to go on fucking Facebook market. Oh, can yeah. I get this? Can I get this uh, 600 pound Hoover for 400 pounds, please? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I think my, like, it's always been a goal of mine just to make sure that either time or convenience is like, obviously I think that's probably the most important thing for me. If I can do something at any given moment or get something at any point, mm. Um, yeah, it just makes life so much easier. I think if you're gonna work so hard, might as well work to a point where you actually buy back time. Man, I, th- I think that's the that's like the hack though of um, being being self-employed or having a business yeah. yourself. You know, the freedom. Like it is literally the freedom, and that's ultimately why every like I think people want money for two reasons. Number one, whether they know it or not. Number one is freedom. Yeah. Number two is they just want it for social status slash ego. Yeah. It's like one of those two things yeah. or it's a combination of those things. But yeah. it's like, you can kind of bypass that, yeah. which has been like the kind of, almost, the almost like the kryptonite for me <laughs> yeah. in terms of like making money when I was younger and like, yeah. m- like monetizing my socials. Like I could have done it so much more yeah. because I have that freedom on tap since I was yeah. like, since I left uni, I could yeah. go anywhere, anytime, yeah. do whatever the fuck I want. Obviously, money is an, an object, but I can still get some like economy flight to fucking yeah. Australia tomorrow if I if I wanted to when yeah. I was like twenty. Imagine how hard it is for some people not being able to do that. The fact that they're restricted um, by also being employed. The majority of people, people are employed. Yeah, so if they're structured it hurts my and heart, have mate. to be in that nine to five structure, right? So no matter how shit life gets or how stressful it gets, I think I've re- I'm beginning to understand uh, how my best mate kind of has to deal with this, right? Mm. And um, yeah, I, I don't think I could ever do it. I could never, ever do it. And I think, yeah, bro, I've never had a proper job since I was 19. So yeah, to normalize that, it makes it so difficult to empathize with people that can't just get up and go. Mate, once you taste it, yeah, like, it's like, what, they, bro, you don't want to go back. Mate, I would probably kill myself yeah. if I, if I, if I had your life, if you listen to this, if I had your life, yeah. I'd literally hang myself. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but the thing is, the harsh reality is, yeah. It, bro, uh, it's fucking true. But don't get me wrong, because of that, you do have security. And yeah, I that, think that this is, is something that is worth saying before we like before I even dive deep into like business or anything like that. Mate, forget I, the I, fucking podcast. This is just a fun conversation. Like, this is like, yeah, I feel like before you get into that, 
if you want security, definitely get a secure job. Yeah, yeah. Because it works really well. My friend has been able to buy a house. So shout out to Luke. He's managed to get a house. Um, you know, he's got a pretty stable well, life. What does, what does he do? Like corporate? So he's an engineer. Okay. So engineering, literally Bobcock, like not far from here. So he's got a solid job. Um, you know, he's got a pretty solid lifestyle. He can travel. He can do pretty much, mm -hmm. you know, most things. Yeah. But there's definitely the restraints of not doing what you truly want to do. And it's something that he's heavily expressed to me that, yeah, it would be nice to find something more fulfilling. Yeah. But yeah, obviously when I see, when he talks to me, yeah, I, I'm beginning to understand like what that's like, because um, obviously over the years, like we've, you know, he's literally my best friend. Yeah. And, man. Um, so uh, yeah, so he's expressed that emotionally. But from my, if you know, from our perspective, yeah, yeah. to get to a point where you have a level of freedom and do the things that we do, it's a huge risk. Some of the things I've had to go through from a business perspective, just to make it through, right? To be self-sufficient, bro, it's absolute hell. Like the anxiety, the fucking pressure and um, the responsibilities that you have, it's mad, right? So it's like, you gotta choose one or the other, right? And um, yeah, and you, I think you need to decide what you value the most, whether it's your freedom or the financial security or risk <sighs> it. But I, I, mate, you can I, get both with one. I, I, I'm not so, like I, if you're happy, do it like with that. Like one of my best friends as yeah. well um, is doing like works at uh, an accounting firm, like a really high-end accounting firm. Is doing great for himself. Has, yeah. has a sick life, and like that's that's what he's happy doing. Yeah, you know, and like sick if you're happy for that. Yeah. But I think like a lot of people, like we are risk averse, aren't we? Like the majority yeah. of people are scared of change and scared of doing this. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, especially like my my girlfriend is a doctor yeah. and it's like, I, I feel like employment being an employee yeah. is like literally set up to fuck you. Yeah. Like the, the, the things that I can legally do yeah. through tax, like the amount of tax that I pay and yeah. setting up limited companies and what my accountants completely legitimately legally do yeah. versus her, what she's making and how she just gets that chunk removed from her paycheck yeah. is Fucked, bro. But then can you argue Absolutely that's the fucked. reason those things are in place because technically someone has done that on your behalf. Then you have the option to either to turn up to work or not. Oh, yeah, but I, I think that, I don't think it's like something that's deliberately done, like some grand conspiracy where, yeah. but but I think that that's just the way that things are. But people like too, too many people are think that that, that the like working for themselves or like <coughs> having a business is like reserved for like the, the tiny yeah, percentage yeah. of people when anyone can do it. Yeah, anyone can do it. That's do you know true. What I mean? Yeah, the barrier to, the barrier to entry is very low. It's just but then fear to see success, yeah, it is fear. But I think you also need to develop a level of discipline and a work ethic that will get you to a point where you kind of break even, where you'd make enough money um, that is equal to a full time job. Yeah, I think yeah. if most people got to that point, they'd be very happy working for themselves. Mm -hmm. But if you don't get to that point, life is pretty fucking miserable. And it is hard. I think that's one thing I've realized, right? Obviously, when you're an influencer, um, things to some extent could come relatively easy, but you have worked hard to get to that point, right? But after that, it becomes relatively easy, which I think for most people, they will have the battle of obviously finding fulfillment when it comes to being a content creator, right? That's something that I had to go through myself where even though I got to the point where, you know, you're getting paid for uh, brand deals. Yeah. Um, I think the long-term effects of that is finding true fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, when you discover business or like any other outlet and you're still trying to make a living out of that, it is a lot harder. Yeah, so the sacrifice of obviously having a nine to five job uh, is obviously a trade-off for like other things that, you know- you Basically, 
is shit, all right? No, I don't think it is, bro. Oh, man. Because obviously there are people that truly enjoy it. And there are people that truly hate it by staying it. But, but I, I, th I think the majority of people, if they knew what it was like not to do it, obviously there's a percentage, like say 20%, yeah. that, that are happy and content doing it, even if they knew the other thing. But I'd say the other people just live in like a, a matrix-like state. Yeah. I don't want to be fucking cliche and quite agitate here, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. I think it's harder when you see it through your, like if you were to look at what our parents have gone through in terms of maintaining a healthy family financially and in you yeah, know, every other way, it's hard, it's hard, bro. I'm beginning to, I'm seeing it now. I'm seeing the bigger picture now. I'm like, fuck, bro, this but, is actually but, really, really but hard. What, yeah, but it's like for, for the average person though, man, like it's, it's fucked. With like the cost of living crisis. Let's go, yeah. Yeah, bro, it's it's getting outrageous. It's absolutely the fact fucked. that the country and the economy is not getting better, it's only getting harder, bro. It's like you need to find other ways of making money. And that's why for me, it's like, I'm so invested in at least creating the foundation that will create like multiple sources of revenue, right? Um, again, I don't know about your audience and how many people are so driven by business as a whole, but I think it's important to say that if you're gonna, you know, you, you need to basically create different sources of revenue if you want to live a pretty comfortable life. Because mm -hmm. I, I got a feeling things are going to get much worse than they are right now. Mm. And different markets are going to get more competitive. And the division between working class, upper class and lower class, it's only going to be, you know, it's only going to become greater. Going to get bigger, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's a bit of a mad one. But I think it's just, I'm very, I get emotional with stuff like that because of how I've seen life pan out in my personal situation and other people. So it's like saying people go through that shit, I'm like, oh, fuck's sake, like, I need to do something, right? That's always been my kind of emotional investment in this. Mate, it, it fucking, yeah, it, it fucking hurts me. Like actually that, that for example, oh, the fact that I can just get in, a, get in an Uber in London yeah. and go somewhere yeah. rather than having to like cram onto like the 40 degree central line with yeah. my like, screwed up yeah. leg. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, fact that not everyone can do that. I, I, want, I don't want to become like, part of me would love to become like, it would love to help people make money. Yeah. Um. I just don't feel like I'm an authority on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, there's so many like the gurus you don't need out to be. there that do it for yeah. themselves. But I just, I want everyone, especially people like that like fuck but you work my for yourself. shit. I want yeah, them but to you do work well. for yourself. Do you, I want them to do yeah. well. But yeah, man. Yeah. But, but also another thing, I feel like, um, changing the subjects a little bit. Um. I feel like going back to like the standard business nine to five type thing. Yeah. Like risk aversion. I feel like so many people, especially like <coughs> think about like people that are like our audience or, or my yeah. audience or your audience. Like a lot of the people that follow that follow me are going to be probably a few years younger than me. Obviously yeah. like people are older than me as well, but yeah. there's going to be a lot that are a few years younger than me that are probably still living at home, yeah. still living with their parents, but are like too scared to like, quit their shitty job or yeah. like try this new thing and it's like bro you literally have nothing to lose you have no choice if everything no is choice. fucked and goes tits up yeah worst possible case yeah. you will end back up at your parents house which is where you currently are right now anyway in the exact same fucking situation you're in yeah. and it's actually like it's like a blessing it's like alex you just still get says, a job yeah when you are a nobody when you don't have like loads of eyes on you when you're when you're like at the bottom now yeah. it's like you literally have nothing to lose it's yeah. like if you or me started like I don't know if we started a completely out there crazy business or, or dropped everything to try something wild. Everyone's like, watching. We've got loads of eyes on us. Yeah. We've got like, we obviously move out. We've got our own places. We've got our assets. Like yeah. we could fucking lose everything. everything so that's, bro. yeah, obviously we've got more capital <laughs> and like, yeah, more experience. 
but those fucking people you don't have a choice they don't have not they have <laughs> you don't have a choice the only time you're ever going to be in that situation is yeah. when you are like in your teens in your 20s yeah living at home like or living somewhere sharing with your mates you know what i mean so just yeah. fucking do it do it how do you think someone in that position can you know find the traction to go from where they are to what they could be do you think it's something that's they have to discover themselves or like, how did it go down for you, for you to obviously adopt this lifestyle? Did you, what was your motivation basically? And right. how did you discover that, right? Because I'm trying to think from a consumer's perspective, like, all right, fair enough, I might be in this position right now, but what the fuck do I do? Like, where do I start? And how do I develop that kind of emotional investment to then get my ass off the ground and get things moving? Because for me, it happened in 2012. I was literally, I remember this, like it was yesterday, right? 2012, yeah. I just sat on my bed. I think I was watching a YouTube video at the time. And then I just remember something just hit me. I was like, bro, I don't really want to do this. I was looking around my room. I was like, I don't really like this. I need to do something. Yeah. Bear in mind, I was 15, 16. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to do something, you know, that can be more fulfilling or just, just I needed an outlet basically. <clears throat> and I just remember writing a note in my, um, I think it was, it might've been my mom's iPad at the time yeah. or something, right? I wrote a note and I said, from that day on, as of tomorrow, I'm going to do something something obviously for me at the time i was training right i'm gonna go to the gym yeah. every single day and see where it gets me because yeah, yeah. i think at this point social media slowly started becoming a thing mm -hmm. and obviously there's certain guys that i looked up to at the time and they kind of helped me to kind of gain the momentum to put myself out there and start working towards something yeah i didn't know what i was going to be in the you know yeah like i didn't know what i was going to be you know five years down the line but all I know is I got up and started doing something mm -hmm. right and with that i discovered you know who i was and what i enjoyed the most and an outlet most importantly right i think for most people is finding purpose in life so um yeah so for someone that's set out there what's like the bit of advice you can give them to get started oh bro i think it just like nothing happens without effort like it's yeah. just effort and fucking passion towards something like that's literally it and it's like yeah. if you have no idea what you want to do and i know it man because i've been through like more phases than I remember where I, I don't know at all what yeah. I want to do with my life, you know, like I have no clue. Yeah. And I think you're always not going to have a clue, but it's like, so with, with me, like I've never planned on being on social media or doing a podcast or yeah. making YouTube videos. Like I never wanted to or aspired to do that. Yeah. But it's like, since I was like nine, 10 years old, I've liked making videos. Yeah. I've made videos, not because I wanted to be like a fucking videographer. Like yeah. I wanted to be a, a soldier when I was younger. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to be, I wanted to be, do medicine or be a fireman. That's kind yeah. of a transition of not in I that mean, you got pretty close backwards. to that. Marine biology. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, medicine on fish, yeah. I'll fix <laughs> fucking fish <laughs> Fucking aquabane over Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, bro, but like, but like, oh, it's shit. just that, like, I've, uh, it's just that fucking passion with, with, yeah. with stuff that I've always had. So I've always made videos, always made content. And then like you, like, I didn't have such like a, a like a light bulb moment, but um, I've, I, I before I was like interested in any kind of social media stuff, I followed anyone on social media. I trained in my gym at lunch times. Yeah. Because like, Been there. I couldn't do anything else because my, I was fucking, my leg was fucked and yeah. I like, couldn't play football or anything because I didn't really like football. Yeah. Um, and then like, obviously I got ill and all this shit. And then I really started going in on the training. Then I made it, combined the two yeah. things. But it's literally, dude, just about trying shit. Yeah. You and do. stick into it. Yeah. And it's like, if you have nothing going on in your life, if you don't know what you're going to do, I just say try stuff. Like go to some random out. fucking club. Yeah. Go like, cause like if you do the same shit, nothing is going to change. Yeah. Like insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expect a different results. Yeah. Like everything's going to be exactly the same. So like yeah. 
if you want to live exactly the same life that you have been living up to this point now, yeah. do the exact same shit. If you yeah. want something in your life to change and you have then to you fucking have to change something. flip it on the head and do something else. And I it, agree. It's just like, yeah. Just Stick it long anything. enough until something changes. It makes me angry, mate. Yeah, it's, it, bro, it's, um, it's frustrating because I've had so many conversations through DMs and in person. I've literally sat with people at the side of the road for two hours, mm. just hoping that within this conversation, they have like a spark of motivation to do something. You tune in two years later, the person's still in the same position and that shit kills me, bro. it's simple, bro. It kills it's me. It's literally just so, starting. Um, but also I've realized yeah. with the people around me, people are going through so much shit that is so personal and there's so many variables within their life. It's very difficult for them to kind of distinguish that little element of hope. It's so hard. So it's like, it's it, almost like one of those situations where it's almost like you have to be quite lucky mm -hmm. in terms of like, obviously you can say, yeah, do this, do that. And then people can still do it. But deep down, it's like, if they're not really invested or not feeling it, because I think for me, the emotional spark is what kept me going. Right? I was emotionally invested. For me, it was like, you know, I was driven that passion, that, you know, that energy, that finite energy. Like, I don't know what it was, but bro, it was a burning desire to do something. Right. Yeah. And I think if you don't have that, you're going to have a hard time especially when things get hard or, you know, you find yourself in a position where you're making excuses on the most basic shit, whether it's a diet plan or training. If it's not a good day, you're going to be like, oh, fuck it. Like I can't be asked to go to the gym, bro. CBA. Do you know what I mean? But when you have that energy, you literally, I remember there'll be days where it was snowing in Plymouth, right? And um, yeah, I would literally walk in the snow to the gym, hoping that the gym would be open, mm -hmm. right? It was mad looking back. So it's like, yeah, I think that I'm trying to figure out how, whether it's something that you discover or whether you have it or something that you can develop. I think that's one of the things I, I've been trying to figure out for a while. I reckon it's a sense of perspective as well, dude. Like yeah. you can have a perspective where you can chat to someone and you can see that this thing is all they need to do to like yeah. start to like plant that seed, but they don't see that at all because you have the experience where yeah. like doing this has resulted in this. They don't yeah. have that experience. So they have no idea of scale or perspective. Yeah, but you never have that in order to begin with. Also, you have to develop it, right? That's what you're saying. Like, yeah, we have context and we can see things from multiple perspectives because we've done it. But do you think now we're in a weird situation where people, all they're hearing is this mo motivational talk where it's like, there's so much content on this shit now where people just do nothing. This is like, there's so much information, right? When this information driven, you know, a freaking sphere and everyone's getting multiple advice from multiple people and you get paralyzed. Yeah, kind of. What's that man. called? Paralysis this from decision paralysis. Yeah, or paralysis from para paralysis from analysis. Yeah, yeah. Where it just becomes overwhelming that you end up doing nothing. So technically, we didn't really have that. I mean, at the time, the best source of motivation you either had was, I don't know, like a freaking movie star or like oh Dude. fucking hell, that makes me sound old like i don't know a on what? youtube like a the what? biggest source of motivation would have been like at the time i think in the fitness space it was definitely your simian and ulysses and michael Hearn. was michael Hearn around uh, at the time yeah the the, 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 nighty, the trio the, the nighty trio um <laughs> i still think simian's nighty though that's still, controversial i, 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 I believe simian's nighty as <laughs> bro, well look at the guy's still kicking it back but michael Hearn is getting more shredded yeah, I'm, and I'm leaner by the fucking I'm, day mate, I'm bro pretty sure it is when by I the fucking day <laughs> that guy is an absolute animal but bro. you gotta give him respect he's been the most consistent guy when it comes to training right? uh, he's, the day he's, I, a, he's a workhorse yeah michael heron he's a workhorse so fucking workhorse <laughs> for the animal steroids the day i believe but that, yeah the, the lying part 
The day I believe Simeon was natty was when I think I saw a photo of you two together when you were like 21 and you almost looked as big as him. Yeah. And I was like, fuck bro, Laboom is only on like a mild cycle. So maybe like, <laughs> maybe maybe he could be that. Like, a little element of hope. It's that one person. But you remember nah. when I was younger though, that was like one part of like, like that, was, that was one part of like my little motivation psyche. Yeah. That, I wanted to be the element of hope. The element of hope. I remember this people, clearly, right? dude. Yeah, because I used to say that um, I just want people to look at me and think, "Oh, if Lomba can do it, I can do it." Yeah, right. That used to be yeah something that used to keep me going. It still does. Just you know, kind. Actually, no. Probably not. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> does it fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've outgrown that. But yeah, um, obviously. Um, yeah, you can achieve a lot naturally. Yeah, but bro. I, I think it's a shame when you look at the industry and people just believe the only way to either get big or look good is just getting, just right, jumping right. on gear. All right, right let's let's change this up. All right, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, Mike, Mike Thurston, Lou, what are we saying? Natty or not, Mike natural, hundred percent, bro. Like I think his physique for him clearly he has good genetics, but um, yeah, it's not. That's freaky, I, I, I'd say that's more controversial than Simeon, Simeon Mike Thurston. But why Simeon's? I think from a starcher perspective, is far more superior. If you're a judging a black from, dude, if you're judging from a bodybuilder perspective, mate. yeah. But then it's like if that's one part of it, then well, yeah, he is though. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. I, so you're saying that it's more special if a white dude looks remotely close to, <laughs> to being jacked. So it's you know it's more you know you give credit. Or like, you know, there's there's room for questioning if uh, Mike Thurston is not so just I, because he's, oh, so do you I, mean? I, so, so, so me personally, I do believe that generally on average, yeah, oh, that's it's a difficult one, but generally on average, black dudes have superior muscle insertions, muscle building genetics, look yeah. more aesthetic than yeah. the majority of white guys that also, like if you compare like the guys that train from white dudes versus black dudes. Yeah. So then I would say that like, if, if Simeon was white, I'd probably yeah. be like, there's no way. He's Holy natty. fuck. Just yeah. I feel like yeah. it's just like fuck, slightly genetically, yeah. I don't know, on average, gen genetically See, inferior. I, I think the older you get, you start to, that starts to make sense to some, to some extent. Mm. But I used to hate that. Really? I used to hate that statement. Well, that you feel, because, because you feel like, oh, you've it only got this you're black. Yeah, it yeah. discredits your work ethic and your ability to obviously get to that, to get you know, to of, a position yeah. where you actually get recognized oh, for doing something that is, pretty impressive you know yeah but, but I, then you got mike Th uh, you got mike thurston you got um uh Matt does fitness i think got, yeah, I, th I think mike and matt are that but then i used to think Matt does fitness he did athletics before he got into fitness uh into bodybuilding mm. and he was a respectable athlete prior to that i think there needs to be more context to how people become who they are because most of the people that either become really really good as a bodybuilder or in any avenue similar to that are the ones that had something beforehand. They've had the kind of like mental preparation and, you know, kind of like discipline building characteristics. The, the thing I struggle with or have struggled with with that whole conversation is like, I think I would apply my own thinking onto theirs and I would be like, oh, if I was in their situation, if I was like 30 years old, yeah all my money relied on fitness, I would take testosterone or I would take something in order to be the very best. But I disagree but then, though. But then, no, 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 listen. So now as I'm getting older and as I'm like, I'm yeah. 27 in a, in a few weeks, next week. Yeah. Like, which is three years away from 30. Yeah. Like, I don't feel the need to jump on anything. You did like, the opposite. Yeah, exactly. You did the like, opposite, I right? Ask old me, like, I probably would have been like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to take TLT by then. Like, I will take it one day, probably when yeah. I'm older. When you're older, when you're 50, yeah, but, it makes sense. But yeah. It makes sense, you know, scientifically, it makes sense that when your test 
drops way below, mm-hmm. you know, the minimum like threshold of what a you know a healthy male should be at a fifty, then yeah. But then that's the you know with the aid of technology and like the advancement of like, you know, you know like the fact that yeah you could be prescribed I, testosterone. I feel like I was right? just apply, it makes sense. I was applying my way of thinking onto onto other people, you know. Yeah. But yeah, man. That, yeah. But then, then also like people, people like people pe- do that on social media. People online. That's the problem with online, right, bro? Because everyone's I'm, projecting. I've got a fucking Reddit natty or not on me, which is so funny. <laughs> and it's like, bro, imagine your life being so fucking dull and boring and looking that like you such have to a little in. string bean that yeah. you make a, a forum thread and someone's like, for me, it's great for my yeah ego. engagement and but discovery. Yeah. And, and like, obviously, I've taken clean in the past, so whether yeah. whether or not like I'm natural, natural, like yeah, who knows? I don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. But yeah, it's just funny that people are so obsessed with like what other people are doing. If you put that effort into focusing on yourself, yeah. maybe you wouldn't like look but like- why is it a negative thing? That's what I like to know. I think it's just it's it's just the dishonesty aspect of it. Yeah. I think now it's not so much like taking gear. Yeah. It's the like, no one likes a liar. Yeah. And that's like why it used to trigger me as well. Maybe because yeah. people are saying that you're a liar. Yeah. And I, I'm many things, man. Like I'm, <laughs> I am many things, but one th- one of the- only core principles that I yeah. really fucking care about and hating other people yeah. is like being a liar or being too pussy to tell the truth. Yeah. Like that's the but only it, thing I stand by. Like don't be a fucking liar. It's the worst of the worst. Isn't it mad now that you get people cheer you on for being more transparent? Whereas before you, before pe- I don't know why, but people before would assume that people look down on you. Whereas now, in, I don't know how honest it is, but in content now, people almost use it as an opportunity to say, oh, oh look bro. at me, you know, I'm telling well, the truth. Steroids. Yeah, right? Yeah. So people now Loads celebrate people, someone mate. that's open about it, yeah. even though deep down to some extent, it's not exactly a positive thing. Right? No. To some extent, because every bodybuilder comes to the conclusion that I'm going to come off it. This has not benefited me in, you know, when it comes to my overall health, apart from obviously the superficial, I look sick in the moment, right? But um, yeah, I find it I find it so fascinating now that people get so much more credit for you know saying, "Oh, you look, I'm not natural. This is what I do," which is great deep down. But now everyone's doing that because they've discovered that obviously people will engage with that. People are like, "Oh, you know," they applaud for that. Mm. But then when you're actually natural and you're borderline like questionable. If you say that, it's got just a people, yeah, people <sighs> come at you, bro, with torches and say, "Fucking bend this, brother." But then it's right? difficult. It's man. hard, right? So you say you can't. It's almost like you can't preach about what you've achieved as a natural athlete and get the same credit as someone that says, "Hey, Mate, I'm on I, gear. I honestly think being on gear now and open about being on gear yeah. is much more of an advantage than yeah. being natural. But equally, it I think is, like there's a lot. Unless of- if you're like the one percent. What do you mean? Like, unless if you're like the elite, right? So for example, if you're like in the 1% and you're very confident in yourself, where even if you had hate, it wouldn't change you in any way. Mm-hmm. Because obviously long-term, you're still going to be healthy. You might not have any issues from the usage, right? So you're pretty comfortable in your own skin, basically is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I guess, deep, I think deep down, it all comes down, comes, it all comes down to insecurities. That's what it comes down to, right? What do you mean? So jumping on gear, it's like, obviously you want to get to a certain position that you think that you cannot get to unless if you hop on the source, yeah, yeah. right? But if you overcome the idea of trying to meet that expectation and become confident in who you are and chase the idea of developing yourself naturally, I think you could be far much happier and content for a longer period of time because inevitably you're going to get to a point where if you were to jump on gear, you'd look back and think, fuck. 
oh, it's not worth it because well, now I have to suffer from the health. When you come off it, it when you it? come off yeah. it, things get worse. When you come off shit. it, like your training's all, gonna be shit. We all know that, right? We all know that. People that are being on gear, they say that. Well, they, so they either stay on TRT yeah. for the rest of their life or they, or they stop training majority of people. And as a content creator, for them, it's more content 20 years down the line for somebody to talk about, right? So it's like, it's a weird cycle of like now because I think it's more dangerous the fact that young people are consuming content on people that are taking gear now, yeah, but deep dude. down the people that are taking gear, they know they're going to come off it down the line, which mm. is going to influence the little kid to take it now, hoping that he will look like them. <sighs> and then he's going to figure out that he's down the line. He's completely fucked and his hormones are fucked. I think- Because, I, you know, he's stuck in, you know, he made a decision based on, you know, being slightly, not immature, but- Immature, immature enough. Yeah, immature as fuck. You know I mean? yeah, so like, it's for me, I see it happening. You, you, you always think you've got it all sussed out, don't you? But you when don't. you're younger, but you like, don't. Even, even now, in three yeah. years, we're probably like what we're saying or what like, he's going to be like, yeah, we're fucking stupid. But yeah, but yeah I think I, it's almost like going the opposite way. Like there's so many lads, bro, as well. Yeah, it's Just jumping on shit mad. with shit physiques. Yeah. Who think they're going to yeah. like become the next <laughs> fucking <up>. Andre. <laughs> you know what I mean? From jumping onto the source. The guy's like, a no, fucking god, You can't bro. even fucking- Genetically, the guy's gifted. Oh, anyway. dude. Most people don't even know that. Bro, yeah. Fucking- Big shout out to Andre and Rambeer. Yeah. Andre. I can't even say a second name. Andre Jews, probably. But like, yeah. um, obviously, we've known him for fucking time. Yeah. But yeah, mate. The fact that he obviously it's, takes shit. Yeah. He has an immaculate hairline. Yeah. Immaculate skin. Yeah. He has like no side Perfect effects, structure. No gyno. Yeah. And then that's not even going over like the- like the, 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 the Psychological- yeah, I don't the, know. The, 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 the muscle side of things. Yeah, so, yeah. And then you get people as well who literally- The master of people jump on shit and then get every side effect under the sun and look yeah. shit. But I feel like there's so many lads now yeah. who are like jumping on stuff because number one, they believe that like the only way you can get to that level is through like being on the source. Yeah. And number two, they like think they're gonna become this like millionaire fucking influencer. Yeah, that's another and, thing. And I, th I think people need to go deeper. They yeah. need to like, like, look, like why do you want to get to that level? Yeah. Is it because you, all you care about in life is becoming Mr. Olympia? Or is it because you think if you're gonna become <laughs> Mr. Olympia or get this thing, you're gonna have money, freedom, happiness, and fucking bitches. Yeah. I reckon then you need to change your life. Thing yeah, yeah, it is, it is. And that's not the best way to get there. That's the worst it's fucking the, way to get yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And you're probably right. not going to get there. So this is what I was saying, like at the beginning. I remember we've had this conversation over the years, right? <laughs> <laughs> that it's just discovering your why early on and obviously doing yeah. it for the right reasons. And then um, I think you got, you're going to be at peace with yourself long-term, right? And uh, I think it's a shame that the fact that people literally, you know, think that in order to be happy in life, it's women, it's the money, and it's the, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Just all well, the it, fucking materialistic things, which to some- it's, 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 it's what everyone wants, but then I think, yeah. like, I think it comes back down to that freedom, like full circle, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, just that, that freedom and like- How having, you get this, for, I think we're discovering that, how you get this far more important, right? How you get there and what you're doing. Don't want to sip a monster. Uh, uh, bro. Go on, have your third caffeinated beverage of a day bro. and it's not not even yeah. 1 p.m. Go on. What know, time is it? It's one o'clock. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of Monster, bro. I kind of grow out of it. Nah, no one Fuck it. it. I'll just sip on it. Should I just give you yeah, like a little this... third of a third of yeah. a cup? Or... I'll just have something to right, sip let, on. Let's get, let, let everyone be, be quiet in the chat, please. Shh, 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 shh. <sighs> That's the one, bro. That's the one. Mate, I might make like a 13 hour ASMR like monster yeah. like video on repeat. Do you no, know for people that want to- That's your work is all on YouTube. Going to sleep, yeah. Right, hold this See, little, that, hold that, this little mug for me. You know, what we just said earlier as well, because people now have found different ways of making money. It's like, 
people are not really doing it, you know, with the intent of becoming good at that thing. They're just doing it with the intent of just making money. Yeah, that's for you, mate. There we go. Thanks, lad. Bring cup, lad. For, for example, with these ASMR videos, right? Now they're all over YouTube, right? Mm. Because people realize that when it comes to making content, you don't need to put your face on it. Yeah. So everyone's doing all this. How many emails do you get a day from people asking you, you know, to cut oh up your content? Oh my fucking God, bro. And edit for you and <laughs> make these fucking viral like Dude, snippets. I had to like, I was starting to become a nasty person. Yeah. Like it, I'm not a great person, you. but. Huh? Yeah, you're a bit of a shit bag to be honest. But, but so. yeah, like I would literally, there was a stage where I was getting 10 emails a day yeah. to my personal email. I don't know how they fucking found it. Yeah. Being like, Mo. hi. <laughs> no, it literally. Okay, so it would be like, the worst thing is, is when people copy and paste emails yeah. and they try and manipulate you. Into, I'm, yeah. I'm like, really seeing one. Like, do you think I'm that fucking stupid to realize that yeah. you haven't? It'll be like, the best ones would be, hi, Samuel, I love your content on, and then it'll be like pasted in a different front font. Five ways to change your body. Yeah. Um, and it's then it'll be like, it's the same me, template. Let, let me do email marketing for you. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be like different fonts where they've pasted it in yeah. and they haven't been asked to change Bothered the font. To it. See, that's the problem. And it's like, bro. Not even caring oh. to the extent of even changing the format of the I email. enemies replying to those names. Bro, you got to, it's so disrespectful, I think. But again, people, see, it goes to show that most people don't really care about the process. They just care about the end goal. Yeah, those emails are an absolute killer. And the thing is, for anyone that is listening, if you want to, if you want to make money, just do it the proper way. Stick it out for as long as you can, and become an absolute machine at that one thing. If you're gonna go the route of like trying to reach out to to a content creator or an influencer, and you actually think you have value, at least stick that out for a couple of years, and actually be good at it, and don't just well, copy and paste the template. Everyone has to start somewhere, man. But I think it's like when it's in it for them more than the person that they're yeah, reaching out to. you don't care to. about the service that you fucking provide. Exactly. That's, that's where they go that, wrong. That's, yeah, it's like Bro. passion. That's what comes through straight away. I don't know if you realize, I don't know if you've been through this, but um, I realized that in life, especially early on when I was at uni, that mm. if you truly want the person that you're reaching out to to benefit more from your service than you do, most of the time they say yes. Yeah. So for example, if there's a surplus of uh, value in what you're offering to them, it's almost like they were stupid to say no. Right. For example, like if someone came up to me right now and dished me all my problems on a plate with a solution, bro, I'm going to hire that person straight away. Mm -hmm. I will hire them straight away. Right. But no one really goes through the extent of actually discovering a specific person's problems, come up with a solution and propose it to them. Yeah. All right. But um, yeah, like, bro, I've met so many, like right now my team. Uh, so there's two guys I have, Seb and Alyssa, right? When we started, they weren't exactly the best, you know, at what they did. But I could see the passion and I could see the commitment, right? They, they came up with a solution before asking for anything in return. Yeah, you can and tell they, they want to help. Exactly, they, they wanted yeah. to help. Yeah. And bro, that help slowly progressed. And I yeah, saw they looked in value and I respect them as individuals. And now we've been together for the last two years. Right. Same with people like you've got me, you were kind of started the snowball effect rolling for me, like really drilling into the important for me, the importance of like having a team and people that believe in my message and like people that to help me like work, work on things and like editors, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, 
you can, you can just you can just even if they're not the best if yeah. someone has like yeah. the, the believes in like what i'm trying to do and has like the wants to give the best service and they're willing to learn like that is what i'm that's, fucking looking that's for, what you're bro. looking for that's what you want mate the worst going back to the emails the worst thing is like they literally get my name wrong yeah the other thing is like so, so these Lumumba. are like, these are like email <laughs> marketer or they call me like samuel yeah. Hi Samuel, I've been a fan of your content for years. Fuck, or be like, Hi Samuel, my good friend's life has been changed on your coaching service. I'll be like, oh nice, what's yeah. his name? I'll have a look through the list of clients yeah. and, uh, and I'll, I'll thank him myself. And they'll be yeah. like, duh, 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 duh. but yeah. yeah, but like, mate. It's yeah, just, I don't even bother bro, I just leave it. I, I leave it now, but yeah. there was like a time. And then it's I, triggering. And then I started replying to some of them as well. And yeah. I'd be like, I'd literally just be like, try and help him. I'd be like, yeah. look bro, you're emailing me from your from a Gmail domain, yeah. pretending to be some like big agency. Yeah, that's you don't classic. even believe in your business enough or care about your business enough to buy a five dollar domain. Let alone so like, change your font. Yeah, bro. so I'm not even gonna fucking reply to you. So obviously I'd say it a bit nice. Well, sometimes I wouldn't. Yeah. Second thing is gonna be like oh, Bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. Personally, I would love to give opportunities if I could. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like obviously the um the bigger picture. I think it would be, not, I mean, Seb, like, for example, Seb, like, he was following me before I even knew who he was. Yeah. You do know what I mean? Like, and when a fan becomes a friend and a, you know, someone that is part of the team, like, that is a powerful transition. Yeah. And it's it's very accessible for most people. I think that is why you're getting a bunch of emos. I keep thinking you say people emos. Emails. <laughs> emos. God, <laughs> my life. That's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So it can happen. I I feel like now it's much. Why don't you wait for a mic? There you go. Right. I, I think it's much easier now. Um, I think m most of the things that we want in life are more accessible um, than ever before. Yeah. Especially if you want to work with a specific creator. Yeah. But I think also people mate. people just lack this skill and the ability just to like articulate themselves in a way which is you know you know which is good enough not even good enough but just they don't really i think they're moral bro it's, it's find the wrong place it's, it's fucking crazy like yeah if, if you want like a lot of people that i've looked up to or like people that content that i've followed for years like, i'm now friends with like good mates with and and it's bizarre and it's literally like if you can everyone wants to be helped like if yeah, you if someone do. authentically comes to help me and they're like oh mo like you've got this problem i can help you do it yeah. i fuck with your shit like let's see what we can do like i'm gonna give them a chance yeah, you know you got it. And, and it's like i don't know people in the music industry i've always looked up to like i'm now friends with yeah um like obviously ali who i did this podcast with like i've watched his content i said to this for as well i was like i've, I've watched his content for years like when yeah. i was like 18, 19, or like 20, 21, when I was in uni, I used to yeah. like, one of the main YouTube channels that I watched, like his breaking in shit, and I used to love yeah. his content. And now we're like good mates, going yeah. to garden together and stuff. And it's like, obviously that's more of a friendship rather than a yeah. transactional thing. Yeah. But like, in the case of, I, I don't know, like getting people like helping, or, or if, if you're someone that wants to provide a service or value and like make money and kind of like start off on this journey, it's like, if you're authentically providing value yeah. to someone that you care about and you want them to do well, then it's gonna, it's without gonna do anything, well. Without expecting anything in return, firstly, right? Like you can't expect anything in return. Um, I think that's where most people go wrong. Obviously they do things expecting to be like, oh, you know. A transaction. Yeah, it, it, you're thinking too transactional, right? Because once you develop friendships, it's like, you know, those things kind of manifest 
anyway, mm-hmm. right? If you have so much value to give, people will be more than happy to give you money. Yeah. Like I think now with, with everyone that I've worked with, I think I went through a phase where I was overpaying people, right? Because again, I was still new to the whole business side of things, right? Yeah, yeah. But I've been overly generous, right? Because obviously people gave me so much value that for me, it was that important. I had to reflect that financially. And I was like, you know what, bro, I'm going to give you three times what you typically get, typically get paid yeah, for. Because for me, well, yeah. for me, if, you know, that's how, you know, it resonates with me. That's the level of impact basically that I believe you've given me, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, obviously, yeah, which is great for them, right? It's really, really good because now they actually feel like they're being valued. But again, you just need to be careful in order to not just make money or like that transaction would be the main premise of, you know, building relationship with that person. It ha- always has to be, you know, at its core, either a friendship or just like a very, you know, respectful, like balance. And then everything else will just fall into place. And I think that's just down to the, obviously, individual. Dude, the, the way that I thought, or like always think of it, is that if you, even if you, obviously you can't work for free forever, I think in the office from yeah, like someone else's perspective. But yeah. yeah, but like, if you believe in, if you believe, which you should, if you're doing anything, you should believe in what you're offering. Yeah. If you believe in what you're offering is actually beneficial, yeah, then, then like you well should be, have no problem offering yeah. that for free to start. And then, then yeah. I'm going to see the value in it yeah. and have no issues paying Coming back because of the value. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, bro, like uh, for the, the, the email copywriter thing, I'll just touch on this real quickly. Yeah. It's like, okay, the ones I don't reply to, and I would never work with. They're going to be people that paste in generic copy and paste emails. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother doing that. The only ones that I would give a chance to consider applying to yeah. are like people that, for example, someone's recorded me a Loom video yeah. and have been through my website and been like, hey, Mo, like I would Dissecting. change this, this, and this, yeah. and this. That's yeah, it. actually giving me real world solutions, yeah. showing me that they can actually do something and they actually yeah. care. Like, and then that that's going to like, put them out from a noise. Same with yeah, reels. It makes you stand out. Someone, if I was an Instagram short, short editor yeah. and I wanted to like to, to create reels for people, like editing, uh, like the breakout of the nine to yeah. five, like I wouldn't just uh, cold approach people. I'd cold, cold approach people and then I would get some of their content before I do that. I'd make, edit them, it. make them edit it, make it sick. Send it a WeTransfer link. Then, then send it to them or send a Dropbox link so that's yeah. <laughs> You fucking hate WeTransfer. Bro, WeTransfer is always gash, fucking Dropbox, yeah, You're bro. a fucking no dinosaur, way, bro. bro. We yeah, Get, it's worry saying it's fast and it's convenient. Mate, yeah, but you have to, down, you have to bombs, download bro. shit, bro. Mate, <laughs> you wait, mate. But, but yeah, dro- that's the best way to do it, right? Because they've shown the effort and the ability to actually be um, analytical and actually improve what you already have, right? And obviously for you, it brings a surplus of value because you know how you can utilize what they've built, right? Mm-hmm. And in return, you can give them a job yeah. because they can continue doing that for you <sighs> and you succeed, right? As a content creator. And the mo- I don't think most people think like that. They're thinking far too short term. And um, yeah, bro, there's so many opportunities out there, like so many. I think finding talent is hard, but when talent approaches you, it's like, you can't miss it. Like someone in my position, bro, if I see talent and they come to me with a solution, bro, we're working together and we're gonna go to the fucking moon and you're gonna get paid for it, right? That's Mm. the goal. And um, yeah, it's much easier for that conversation to happen if you actually care deep down for the person that you're trying to help. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a big one. But yeah, it's mad how, isn't it mad how the conversations that we're having now, like five, six years ago, like this would have been unheard of. Like we just, do you mean like- What do you mean like the- These kind of conversations people, yeah. when it comes to actual- Making money. Yeah, making right, money, business, e- creating a lifestyle which is sustainable, ever, being yeah. happy, yeah, mental yeah. health, right? Yeah. Like obviously mental health is a big thing now, but bro, six years ago, like this would have been unheard of. No one would be talking about this shit. Yeah. Which is a bit mad. And um, I think for me, it's been, um. Yeah, it's been an awesome journey to actually 
experience and actually like find myself within that process. Yeah. And actually still continue doing what I love doing the most. Mm-hmm. For me, that's been, bro, discovering that has been epic. And this only been what, the last two years that I've really kind of fallen into that new mindset. But um, yeah, man, it's been fucking wild. It really has. And what, we're 26, 27 now? Yeah. When's your birthday? Uh, mine was last week. What date is it? Uh, I made this, oh, wait, uh, wait, I can't be sure about details on the podcast, bro. Why? I don't know, bro, too much information. Bro, so people can just subconsciously, Google, yeah, Google I know, actually, yeah, true. May the 7th, 96. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Fuck, <laughs> I just have an article, like, literally with all my details. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're born May the 7th. Yeah. Oh, I'm May the 26th. That's Maybe. pretty weird and pretty close. Yeah, yeah. mad. And then Andre's, like, May the 14th or something weird. Yeah. It's, bro, it's so weird how it all, quite, like, yeah, quite, yeah, yeah, quite yeah. a people that I know, they're all in, born in May, which is mad. Yeah. Big up to the May gang, mates. Gang, gang, bro. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I was gonna say. I, was gonna, I, I, I just thought of something when yeah. you were saying that about like the formula to, for, for doing well with things and I can't even fucking remember it. Oh, that's what I'd say. Like there's all this now of like, there's a lot of stuff online and it's like, don't work for free. You should know your worth. Yeah, Never work free. Yeah, I see. And it's like, bro, Holy fuck. if you're like competing with millions of, so obviously it's easier than ever to make money online now and to like yeah. do, become something. But it's also like that that means there's even more noise. Yeah. It's like if you're just starting out, you ain't shit. Yeah, no really one not. fucking cares yeah. about you. No one cares what no you one, do. Yeah. So it's like you have to do something like work for free to for a little bit. Get into a position to, to, where to, you to can showcase what you can do. Yeah. It's your like body. If someone contacts me offering, okay, I can't remember what it was. But if someone, I'll just make up a service because this has happened. But if someone contacts me offering again, like let's say um, email marketing. Yeah. If someone contacts me offering email marketing, I click on their Instagram page and they've just got like loads of like posts of them talking to a camera and they've got like, there's no social proof, nothing to back it up. Yeah. I, I am not going to give like, not going to give a fuck. Like, imagine I'm, being honest though. Imagine being, the, imagine being that kid that's like, hey, I'm not in the, you know, I'm not in the, I'm not in the most favorable position I would give to them a work chance. with you, yeah, yeah. but I could have a chance to actually prove myself because I can do X, Y, and Z. But, but, and this is how we can engage, you know. Now, now do you know what I mean? I would say yes. Yeah, so would I. Like, but there's one thing I wanted to add to that. This is what I reckon is, is like, would fucking help out people so much. Is like, if that same person had their Instagram page and then they had a testimonial from like yeah. Hamza or Mike yeah. Thurston. yeah. I know them personally, yeah. so I'm gonna I'll, go I'll, for it. Literally, I've had that. I had a dude making me that was it thumbnails for yeah. YouTube. I get approached by so many people making thumbnails for YouTube. Um, they might make sick stuff. This guy sent me something I wasn't really interested. Just gonna chuck it, chuck it in the bin. And then I saw like a little link being like, oh, um, testimonial video from Hamza. Clicked on it. It's like Hamza being like, oh, hey man, um, I, I'm um, I've worked with this guy for this long. Really, really good to work with. And I literally emailed me back and I was like, yeah, all right, let's yeah, work together. Let's and like, go. in order to break through that. Yeah. do some shit for free you do. and then it's like a fucking snowball effect and the more of these people you have that you've done this thing for yeah. because you offer a good value or service yeah. the more bigger clients that you can charge more for that you're going to be able to get yeah. but it's like starting and building from the ground my, up it is my I did the same thing with videography dude like yeah. I offered to work for free for bro him. I've been there we've spoken but we've done isn't it mad that we've actually gone out there we used to film for either brands big names or brands in the industry before we even became the people that we are. Mate, do you know um, 
E-Man filmed the video for me. It's mine. I stayed at my house in Plymouth. Well, I think <laughs> you trained me, didn't you? You yeah, filmed yeah. us. So, yeah, you E-Man, filmed it. Bro, Big up Shout out to E-Man. Shout out to E-Man. E-Man the fucking G, bro. I fucking You're, love that kid. The, the video might the be like- The guy is becoming man, bro. Yeah, Holy fuck. Yeah, but like, how fucking weird is that? That he yeah, was employed to film a video of us training yeah. and now he's like fucking killing it. He's literally what I told me game It just goes right to show consistency and value and not giving up, bro. A shout out to Iman. Not giving up. Iman, shout out to you, bro. Yeah, okay, he's love, a real one. I, love to see it, man. Love to see it. I remember um, I, last, like whenever I think, <laughs> I just, he probably doesn't give a shit. He's pretty open about stuff. Yeah. But um, I remember when, because I've known him since he's like 15. Yeah. And I remember, I think he must have been 16 or 17. Yeah. And he was in his club in London called Egg. And I yeah. met him there. He had fake ID. Yeah. Got into his club. And he was just absolutely fucked on yeah. MDMA. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've never seen someone's like, his eyes were like the size of like two pieces in his hair. It's like jaw like shaking. It's like, hey, bro, how's it going? He's wearing like, his white shirt. Absolutely fucked. But um, yeah, it, uh, props to the kid. Because I he, think everyone goes through those phases. He, he, he knows how to phases. position himself. Yeah, he's he a know, man that enjoys life. He's a master of positioning himself when it comes to opportunities. He's which, on it. Yeah, he's which kind it. of, uh, yeah. Uh, goes off what we're saying that you know it's all about how you position yourself and opportunities will come to you given that you have this skill and the ability to execute yeah and he's a prime example of that literally a prime example of bro that he reminds me of um oh what's the film catch me if you can i haven't seen it he reminds me of orlando blue is it orlando orlando bloom what's his name yeah. What's the actor called? Um, who always dates younger women, models? Uh, Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he reminds me of Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. in that. Just like how like smooth his yeah. linguistic skills are and yeah. how good he Bro, is at it Like and fucking just like this like Combined with the discipline box. and the grit. Yeah, bro. Fucking the, the relentlessness, right? It's powerful, right? Mate, and it, it doesn't even matter. Like, obviously, people, I, I, whenever you blow up, people would uh, talk shit yeah. about you. But like, deep you down, can't take away those things. Deep down, you can, bro. He, 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 he has got there yeah. through that. He's got yeah. the ability to speak to people as well. And I, I think that's a skill which most young men or men need to become, they need to become very, very good at. Because like for me, English is not my first language. So I had to train myself to be able to either speak in front of the camera That's or speak mad. in front of the That's crowd. Mad to me. I remember one of the maddest situations that I was put into uh, at the Gymshark, we lived Manchester event. Did you do a speech? Yeah. Really? It was, it was me, uh, me, Zach Perner, yeah. uh, Elliot Burton, and uh, one other person, I think it was Ethan. Yeah. One other person, right? Were you shitting yourself? Bro, I was bricking it. But it's I was stuttering. I was stuttering. I was sweaty. I couldn't really get my thoughts together. I could hear my own voice through the speakers, so that used to throw me off because I'm hypersensitive in terms of the things around me. Yeah. So when people are talking, I can hear what they're saying. I'm also engaged in you. Yeah. So that used to throw me off. Then, bro. But that was a very good experience for me to build confidence, to have something to work from, and to improve my ability to speak in front of the camera. After it? Oh yeah, hundred like percent, bro. It's such a good feeling, isn't it? it like is. you've overcome yeah. that thing, like. Uh, Public speaking, man. It's fucking it's terrifying, hard. bro. It's one of the scariest things. Terrifying. I want to become extremely good at it. Yeah, like, mate. For me, um, yeah, I want to become a, extremely good at public speaking and just to express yourself in a way which is uh, allows people to connect with you. But right. it's, it's like the only way you get good at it, though, is practice. By doing it. It is like that fear is yeah. by putting yourself in those situations. Is there mind how, like, when you get to that point, it's just a matter of saying, fuck it, I'm going to go for it, regardless of what happens. Fair enough, you might, like, flop it, but... You become immune least, to it, yeah. man. You become the more you do, though, the better yeah. and more confident you become. 
I think, yeah, that level of confidence is what we need more in society. But a uh, quick question. What do you think or what do you like about what's happening in the industry at the moment? Is there anything that stood out to you? With what? When it comes to content creators, fitness or filmmakers, oh, I, videographers. I, I, I like how... Um, so, okay, this is... I don't know why I'm saying this, but I don't like the fact how people are fucking blowing up from just carbon copying, replicating someone's content. Yeah. Like, mate, like the amount of... It shouldn't trigger me, but it did. Yeah. Like, I just, off the top of my head, like, the amount of things, like, I'll see someone make something, be original or blow up. Yeah. Like, let's say, for example, that in, you know, the trend of like girls in the gym recording themselves, and then the guys are looking at them, and they get called out on social media. Yeah. I'll see something like a skit where like someone's training, and then there's a girl in front, and then he'll put like a towel over his head. And I saw that like nine times, and I was yeah. like, do you th get some fucking originality, <laughs> you can't. That formula works, right? Do you think TikTok TikTok has accelerated that and normalized it? Because before on Instagram, if you did that, mm. people would be like, yo, that is most style. You know, yeah. like that's literally it's most content. It's just the content. space is so big but, now. Like, and it's so saturated, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So obviously people can get inspiration from anywhere and not expect people to catch it. And... um yeah, but at the same time, I think from my perspective, as someone that is someone that is more involved in the design and art world, obviously it's very common to be influenced by another artist, right? Mm -hmm. But obviously copying what they've done and just keeping it exactly the same and not changing anything, that's like, you know, that's just borderline <sighs> stealing, right? But, but, but you need to add your own twist to it and, you know, at least take it another <sighs> notch higher, but, right? But I can see why now with TikTok, like for example, if you copy someone's audio, you can't really protect that because audio is audio, right? Yeah, you didn't yeah, make yeah. this song, yeah. right? But when it comes to the actual, like the cut, the style, the same clothing, do you know what I mean? People will literally rip that off. I, I do feel, video. obviously I've, I've got to, I contradict myself, but I do feel like nothing is ever original. Like yeah. everything stems from, from something, something, from some form I agree. or another. Yeah. But then going full circle with it, like I feel like the... It's, it's like when you invest in stocks, you know, yeah. when everyone's investing in Bitcoin, that is the worst possible time yeah. you can invest in it because like everyone's doing the same thing yeah. and it's going to fucking crash and you're like, you're just playing catch up and you're yeah. never going to be at the top. You're going to end up I, in the same position like as The them. one thing you have going for you, like we said earlier, is your originality, yeah. is yourself. So something that I do like in that space, in the industry that I wanted to say is like, I fucking love have still people out there that make original. weird, authentic, original content yeah. and they're fucking killing it. Yeah. Like Lean Beef Patty, man. She's cool, she's right? Weird she's weird as fuck. Her, she's bro. weird as fuck. And I fuck yeah. with her, man. Bro. I love it. Like Lex Little, you yeah, know? Again, fucking, like, Lex, like, obviously he started and he wanted to be like David Lane and all this yeah. stuff. Then he kind of diverged and, and went his own way. And the kid is a fucking legend. Absolutely like, G. He's not a kid. He's what, like 20? He reminds me of, um, fuck, fuck, short thing. It was, obviously I know his dad, Sean. Sean, oh, Ryan Casey. Ryan Casey. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Ryan and Casey. Like, um, like Max Taylor lifts. Like yeah. all of those guys. Like, fuck it. Have you seen Max's stuff? No, no. I've, I don't so know who funny. that is. It's like, he does like, oh, there you go. I'll just show you what it is. It's so funny. <laughs> Max Taylor lifts. Absolute yeah. shit. It's just like, you can just tell like their stuff's authentic. Yeah. Like they don't give a fuck in terms of like, they're not trying to like chase trends or chase algorithms. Yeah. They obviously, they're doing very, very well for themselves. Yeah. But they, 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 they make stuff because it is them. Yeah. It's like, they're probably going to be like a bit weird 
real life. Like, yeah. you know, and it's it's like Lean Beef Pat, like the weird it's music that legend. she uses, the weird yeah. like donkey stuff. Like, that's so fucking cool, man. It's edgy, it's cool, it's hair. And it inspires me to be more She's authentic in great as well. shape as yeah. well. Like, yeah. Phenomenal. She's clearly disciplined in what she does. Yeah, such but, a weird yeah. net account name. Lean yeah. Beef Patty. Lean Beef Patty. Top G like, yeah, fucking Top G move right there, bro. Great choice. Premium. Yeah, what a legend. Yeah, I love seeing shit like that. Yeah, I followed yeah. her. Like, it's weird how now my. Even I've seen my transition, uh, I've transitioned from consuming like hyper refined or like the classic fitness content that we used to consume back in the day. Yeah. To now something like her, right? Real Just shit. Real authentic real, yeah, shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Even yeah. when it comes to content, right? Because I remember speaking to you about this. When it comes to content and fitness, I want to capture the raw nature of the actual workout, right? I hate filming things twice. I despise yeah, filming things twice. Bro, like most of my content, most of my content, yeah, yeah, most of yeah, my content yeah, yeah, yeah. is one take. Like yeah, I've, yeah. I've, my rule of thumb is just try your best not to do something twice because on camera people will be able to tell that you've literally, yes. you've literally gone over yes. and over and done this, right? You or like what? I posted a reel and I did a shot where I put my iPhone on the fan and I spinned it. Yeah. I was very lucky the shot came out exactly how I wanted to, right? Yeah. And yeah, I didn't have to retake it. But I was to prep myself for the shot, but it just, yeah. It, like the fact that it was just me just moving around this space. You can tell it looks more authentic. Mm -hmm. When you see people repeat, you know, a shot over and over, you can see how they move, how they do things. It just becomes far from what it's trying to be. Yeah. So yeah. when people are like, I make authentic, authentic content, it's like, bro, you literally took you like 50 shots to just get one that one shot. Yeah. Which kills the creative process <laughs> but, and authenticity. But kind of, yeah, they kind of changed it up though. Like, uh, I think ultimately if what you're doing, so if, if your authentic self, you had this vision for this like, yeah. this thing that you wanted to create and then you had to repeat the shot 20 but, times, yeah. you're still doing it from like an authentic heart. I think yeah. like for, I'm just thinking of here, like do you know Marino on Instagram? Um, his name's Marino, I can't remember Marino, his name. Marino, he's with VQ. VQ guy. Yeah, man. I, I actually got a chance to have a call. Yeah. We were on a shoot together. I never really properly chatted to him, yeah. but I really got on with him well. Yeah. Like, he's a freaking legend as well. And he does like very, um, it's very like fake reels in the sense that like all the movements are really slow and perfect and yeah, pan, yeah. planned out. <laughs> but I think like, obviously he loves making yeah. those. That's like part of his personality. And that authenticity, although it isn't in the shots themselves, it comes through. Yeah. And he's also pioneered, he's killing it on like over like a million. Yeah, like, I, think, yeah I know who you're talking about. He's pioneered. Do, is it Dommy, Dommy Waffles? Yes, is his business. Yeah, 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 man. And again, it's like, he's still got that authenticity. Yeah. Like he posts about his relationship a lot. It's real. It's like, they're happy together. Like, yeah. I know, I know well, that. Yeah, yeah, the hyper yeah. refinement. And he's a fucking legend as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, good guys in the industry. Like, I guess to get into that position where you start seeing the success of what you're doing, it does take a lot of graft. Bro, yeah, anything really does. But I guess sometimes it's like, do you even care how you got there? Let's see. What's well, more important? Let's, let's have a look what he's got on Insta. Like, um, he's smashing it. One guy that's been consistent, I think, I, it baffles me to this day. But I guess it's one of those things that you you just have to choose one thing and um, stick with it mm -hmm. for as long as you can. And I feel like for me, I've definitely, fitness got a bit boring for me. Yeah, bro. I feel, yeah. yeah so yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to start a business. Yeah. But I still want to live, obviously I still train the way I do, but it's like, I just, I find it very difficult just to post fitness content. That's why I didn't post a lot. I've kind of gone I'm the interested, opposite way. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm interested in watching Gary V, Alex Hamozi, 
And, I haven't watched Gary Vee in time. And like, well, yeah, Gary Vee is more of a like- um, uh, Become a bit of a joke now, isn't he? Yeah, he has to some extent. Obviously, but he still shares very like- Yeah, sick, uh, sick, sick dude, Valuable information that is very driven by like, kind of the human nature of just being a nice person. Yeah. Opposed to, oh, you need to make profits. You need to make money. It's more sell, like, you sell, know, sell. yeah, sell, sell, sell. Yeah. For him, it's more like, hey, you actually need to treat people like people. Yeah. Be nice to people. Do good things and good things will happen to you. That is one thing that I like about um, Gary Vee's content. Oh, like, uh, and uh, for someone like Alex, like he's relatively new. Alex Hormozzi is yeah. sick. He's smashing it, yeah. Yeah, like their story is phenomenal. And he's a weirdo though. Yeah, him well, and his missus, they've smashed it. Yeah. And you got guys like, I started watching Mike Thurston quite a bit. Uncle Mike. Yeah, man. I never used to watch his content, but yeah, <sighs> I like, what, really. he's I, I like what he's producing now. Um, but he's, he's such a smooth guy. Yeah, uh, that's which is the thing. Um, he's a good role model, I think. I don't really know him personally, but he seems like a good role model in terms of just doing something for yourself and just being an all-round like likable guy. That's what he seems like. Yeah, bro. And yeah, in the fitness space, you've got some good role models now. It's it's like that crew, like I said to yeah. you, like, like Mike and like Matt. Yeah. I've only met Matt a couple of times. Yeah. I've only met Mike a couple of times as well, but I went to Ibiza with him and like Mike, Rob, Rob and all Mike those Thurston. guys. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're yeah. just, is it just, a, I find that that little, like what you have micro microcosm what musical whatever you want yeah. to call it that little sphere of like the fitness industry yeah like they're just sound guys yeah they're just authentic most people don't realize dudes, that some people you know? once you meet them in person they're not really what they're like on camera yeah with when you see sorry not on camera on social media mm -hmm. i feel like when you see people on social media most of the time you have these preconceived notions of who they are as a person yeah so if you if you're too invested, you start creating stories or ideas of what the person could be like before you met them, right? Or they portray a, yeah. a manipulative image deliberately. Exactly. Oh, I'm so okay. nice. Yeah, that, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, that's another one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the reason why I've never spoke or I never used to speak a lot in content. Okay. I uh, because I would just prefer people just to be very objective with who you are, right? It's like, does this person work out? Cool. Have I learned something from him? Cool. Um, people want yeah. depth though they want more yeah, than that don't exactly. they? that's what I've recently realised right so that's why now my YouTube videos I talk more oh yeah I love your shit like, yeah. Yeah. no it's different it's completely yeah. different to Fuck anything I've ever mate. done bro but yeah now I'm just gonna stick it out and just be you know especially with shit like this bro I'm, I'm, I'm excited to actually share this version of myself. It's yeah. like liberating, right? It's like you're starting from fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking exciting, but, bro. It's I fucking love it. But I feel like the, the like, obviously podcasts are springing up now, left, right, and center. Yeah. I feel like podcasts reward people that are authentic. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, for example, like obviously Mike started his recently. Um, and then I've, I've done this. I did this at the start. It's like two or three years ago. I should have kept yeah. doing it. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but it's what no, it you're is. good, bro. You're but, good. Um, but, but yeah, I feel like people that try and fake things on socials, you cannot yeah. fake a persona or a personality for like yeah. two hours on a podcast. Yeah. But like it's too much, man. But with yeah, with with more podcasts and more stuff coming, like you can actually really see who people are yeah. and their authentic selves and how they how they speak. But bro, I, yeah. used to I can definitely speak for the people that want to be that want to do that, but also want to be private. Yeah, I think that's one. That's where I still kind of have a bit of a um, I still have a hurdle to like jump over, right? Because I still like to keep my li my personal life private. I don't I know why. It's a bad thing, man. But. Yeah, I don't know what it is, bro. It's like I, I find it. Once when I start showing, obviously I've started doing it to some extent, especially yeah. with my family, right? Because obviously my family, they watch my stuff, right? Yeah, so they yeah. don't mind being in front of the camera. Yeah. But when it comes to my most intimate relationships in terms of like my girlfriend or, you know, just certain things, I'm like, obviously for me, like when I watch someone's content is that like I'm not really, I don't get invested in that so much, mm -hmm. right? I guess I'm more invested in like, uh, 
you know, what they're doing uh, when it comes to, uh, from a business perspective or their yeah, goals, yeah. right? I'm more invested in their goals opposed to their lifestyle stuff. But um, yeah, I still sit on the borderline of like showing too much, but I don't know how much too much is, right? Because I've never really done it. <sighs> yeah. Right? But um, Difficult, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's a bit of a um, weird one. But yeah, because social media is, things can always be taken out of context. But again, I'm not very, I'm not, I'm not a controversial guy. Whereas you're, you're the opposite of me, right? So this is, I think that's why, because I can resonate with what you're saying, but it's like, for me, it's like, it's not, it's not my, I mean, it doesn't, I don't know how to describe it, bro. It's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is. What do you mean? Like, I just don't know what I'm, <gasps> fucking I'm gonna be it's careful. a monster there. everywhere. Yeah, I just, when it comes to certain topics, it's like I don't really have the need to talk about. Yeah, that, but that maybe sense. you have less of an ego than me. Um, really? You know. Do you think? Yeah. No, I think I, when it comes to training, I think I used to have a big ego because <sighs> that's the reason why I pushed myself to the extremes. I think I'm, I'm very opinionated on things. I bet it's, it's not. So am I though. It's not. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, or maybe I'm overbearing on certain things. Yeah, I, 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 it's a difficult one because like, do, do you feel like when you have like a very engaging conversation where you get to share your opinion mm. does that make you feel some type of way does it excite you is there like adrenaline in it not do you know what I mean not so much adrenaline in like, it, but I, I, do you like engaging in those discussions I, I like do, debates I, yeah I, I do like I like a debate yeah, right I do like it but yeah I do enjoy it yeah 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 that might be it maybe I, I, I don't know it's, it's a weird one it's because obviously weird, I know in academia like when it comes to science right you have to prove your point and you have to stand out for what you believe in right yeah like I don't know. Has that got anything to do with it? Because you're a very smart guy, right? You're very well educated. You you are smart, you know. Or maybe it's just like everyone likes people like being right. They like yeah. being like in a position of of leadership. People like to be like people like their opinions to be the right one and to be agreed with. Yeah. But equally, if someone like it breaks something down and explains it to me, like I'm very driven by facts. Like data. yeah, like, yeah. I feel like women or like uh, not, not just all women, but like my girlfriend, for example, is, is a lot more emotionally driven as well. Yeah. Although she's like a freaking doctor. Yeah. She's obviously a lot more, a lot more intelligent than I yeah. am, a lot more into science and other things. Like if I make a statement, so for example, if I say to her like um, that, okay, um, that I always want to earn more money than her because I know the data on how much divorce rates, how, how much dating. high divorce rate yeah. rates are. No, no, based on if the woman is out earning yeah. the man. Psychologically, it changes the dynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me pause one second. This is a fantastic topic. All right, okay. Dating and human Can, psychology right, when yeah, it comes yeah. to females, bro. Oh, females. Yeah. <laughs> Females. Anyway, yeah. So as, as I said, I would. I, I've said that. I've said that to my girlfriend a few times, like yeah. half joking. That I've been like, oh, that's why I, I always want to make more money than you, or earn more than you. It's motivation yeah. for me to. I literally said like, it's motivation for me to earn more than you yeah. because I know that that um, based on the data, women that out earn their partners like are much more likely to get divorced and not <laughs> be in a happy relationship. And obviously, that's just surface value of like. Statistics. But it is biological. <sighs> And there's, but there's like a biological influence but, when it comes to obviously though, you know, as a man to some degree, right? You have to be the, you need to be like the anchor to the relationship. I, I was, I was going to say that, yeah. So before you go on to down on that pageant, <laughs> I was literally going to say, yeah, she'll take that though. Yeah. Or she has taken that in the past and she's yeah. been like, 
oh, what's you're saying that if I earn more money than you, then you're gonna break up with me yeah. because like, literally you, you believe that like the out like she thinks our relationship is pinned on like our finances. Yeah, and I'll be like, no, it's just what the data shows. So I'd rather like use it as like motivation to out uh, out earn you. And whether that's because like maybe in that I, I don't know the ins and outs of a study, but maybe if you looked really into the data, the men that are earning less maybe aren't earning anything at all because all they're doing is sitting at home playing yeah. video games, which isn't attractive. Yeah. And then the women is being the breadwinner, or maybe it's something deeper, like you said, like the man's meant to be a leader in the relationship yeah. or have that kind of, which which in itself is controversial to say, but I completely fucking agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be that masculine force that like a provider and that is subconsciously unattractive if he isn't, isn't that like, who knows? You know what I mean? This might help people in today's society were weaponizing genders and, you know, the roles, the biological roles that have been implemented by bi biology itself, right? So like, why are we going against what, you know, what is normal to us? But then I ask myself sometimes what is normal, right? But yeah, when it comes to dating, I 100% agree. When it comes to the masculine role, when it comes to the... Uh, Masculine, feminine. Yeah, when it comes to masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. Obviously for the females, far more attractive if the guy can provide security in the agree. form of uh, financial agree. security, emotional yep. security yep. and stability. Right? Yep. Um, yeah, and I don't know why you would want to change that. Why would you want to change that? People again, there, there is, it, Yeah, there is rare situations where the women will out, um, out earn their, uh, uh, their partner. Yeah. But those situations are very rare. But I don't think that I don't think any woman out there should have the motive to out any man, especially if you want to be in a relationship with them. Because very quickly, you might become unattractive to a, them and not feel like, you know, they kind of fulfill all your needs as, to some as, extent. As in like, yeah, okay, we're talking averages here, aren't we? Yeah. So like, I, I'm absolutely certain that there are people out there, like small percentage people, where the man is a stay-at-home dad, doesn't even work, and yeah. the woman absolutely kills it, and their relationship is fucking sound. Yeah. But I think if we're looking like generalization and averages and off data and statistics, like yeah. more so than not, that is pretty conclusive that yeah. if a man, yeah, man out earns a woman. And dude, yeah, I agree with it that. It breaks like, down the relationship like, pretty my, quickly. My girlfriend, like, she's she's pretty like liberal-minded in this sense, you know, yeah. like, um, like obviously, she used to go like grew up in like or spent a lot of time in America, going to college there and other things. Yeah. And I was very like liberally orientated. I'm not talking like left and right. I'm just talking about yeah. with the opinions and views. Yeah. And yeah, but it, but she would she will be like she'll even say to me like ah oh, like I feel so safe with you or yeah. you know because I have that like um, like a, an element of stoicism or Staring that emotional emo yeah like emotional like I, I'm not as easily emotional things don't upset me yeah. very easily I don't cry very easily like I take a fucking lot for me and that emotional masculine yeah. energy is attractive I guess uh, yeah that's the, yeah it's attractive to women but. Also think about it. if you had a family, yeah. you really need to be the anchor of the family, right? If you're to look at your typical nuclear family. And um, yes, yeah, like, why would you not want that? Because obviously we know biologically women do go through a cycle of emotions, right? Mm -hmm. So there's obviously a lack of stability, which in a weird way, that is a form of stability because it's consistent, right? Yeah. But yeah, that lack of stability and for a man is more consistent. Therefore, when she's in need, you need to be in a position where you can either control your emotions keep her together and if you have a family keep the family together and um yeah and i think you have to come to a balance between what you both offer i think this is what i've realized obviously now that i'm in a relationship what i've realized for me obviously i'm very stoic in pretty much everything that i do which can also be seen as coldness, yeah which can yeah. be yeah, yeah perceived yeah. as coldness you know not emotionally intelligent or mature in some ways mm -hmm. 
but I think that is where most of um, those things come from. Because if you're if you've lived on your own, I think you you understand your emotions more than most people or like if you're in a crowded environment right let's say you're a very social person yeah. you don't get the opportunity to discover your um you know you don't really get the opportunity to discover yourself and uh you know who who you are and your beliefs and a whole bunch of other things right so um yeah so i've recently discovered that for me because of how i've decided to live my life yeah i'm quite stern in terms of what i do and what i believe in and how i do things yeah and for her she's more than happy to accept that because for her, it gives me direction. It gives her a sense of direction, mm -hmm. you know, a sense of purpose in terms of like when it comes to, you know, what she can do for the relationship versus what I can do and what I can provide. Right. It's still early doors, but again, it's little things like there's certain little things I've experienced and she felt more comfortable doing because of her feminine nature. Yeah. She's very caring. She's great with family. She's great with, you know, she's very wholesome in that sense. Whereas it's like, you know, I'm very kind of straightforward, quite, uh, yeah, quite stern in how I do things. So learning that dynamic, bro, um, it's definitely yeah. changed uh, my perspective on how I view relationships with women. And I think looking back at my dating, uh, my dating life uh, or dating experiences, mm -hmm. I've always been me. Like, I've never really changed in terms of like, I've always been the yeah, gym guy. You've got I've got always did, don't do you compromise to an extent. you got to compromise to some extent, but yeah, women bro. have always approached me with an element of mystery or like curiousness to like, what does this guy do? Why is this guy not approaching me? Yeah. Right? But obviously there's multiple factors, but yeah, most of the time they're more interested in who I am and what I, you know, what I do, right? Because I never really used to chase women. Yeah. I was far more concerned on the bigger goal, which, you know. And then girls have approached you. Yeah, and then girls yeah. approach and you, that, that's, which completely changes the dynamic. And most guys, though, yeah. they don't get that. Bro, right? You're not supposed to chase the woman as much as you like it, right? You're supposed to be the, you know. I think to an extent, like, <laughs> you obviously can. not not, like, not simp for women, but, yeah, but yeah, I think what, I, I kind of get what you're saying, because yeah, yeah. you've, you've built this, like, you are a valuable man, put this yeah. way, you earn good money, you yeah. have all the freedom in the world, you you have a sick place, you earn, uh, you have businesses, like, you are a top 1% man, put it that way. You're in the- yeah. NF 1%, physique, that's me of a bit push. Like, <laughs> nah, no, no, okay. 20%, definitely. 1%. Think really? of a hundred people from a yeah. hundred men, hundred of the nearest men, yeah. line them all up. Where are you going to rank? Yeah. I'd say, okay, or a thousand of the nearest men. Yeah. Like the majority of people are, what is it? Like 50% of people are obese. Yeah. So think of it. Okay. Going for physical, that's already half of them gone. Yeah. So I'd say like you quite easily qualify for 1%, dude. Obviously, yeah. Obviously it's going to be different if you're like somewhere in a gym in Dubai. Yeah. Like averagely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Dude. Yeah. Obviously financial status is a big thing. I think acquiring like financial stability for men is mm. something that you have to do. And um, that is why I'm willing to risk everything to put myself in a position where I can take care of my family, my friends, and, um, you know, create opportunities for people. Yeah. And yeah, it definitely puts you in that tier. And I think that's, I think that's a combination of your personal values. Um, and yeah. And naturally, once when you chase, not necessarily chase, once when you, once when you start developing those characteristics, opportunities, opportunities do come your way in many different forms. Yeah. One being uh, women. Yeah. Right. You, you don't really need to chase it, women at it, that point. Yeah, women so come so to you. you have, they're more interested you, in what you have. built that value exactly. from the ground up. Yeah. yeah so building value, I think ultimately, based <sighs> on the conversations that we've had, it's like you have to build your value. That social equity, that could be embodied in many different ways, right? Mm -hmm. It makes life so much easier, right? For me personally, like she knows that I don't put so much emphasis on the relationship in the sense of like 
before I met her, like, you know, I, I wasn't going to run around chasing her, you know, in terms of, like, I wasn't heavily invested where it was taken taken away from what I'm doing. Yeah. And she understood that. Yeah. But I did tell her that once when she's in, once when we're together or, you know, start, you know, uh, being more invested, um, you know, she, she's, she, it's almost like you become part of the bigger goal, essentially. And most women want that. You know, they want that level of significance where they feel important enough for them to be included in your long-term goals. I, I, yeah, I, right. But you have to choose the right one. That's another thing, right? I feel like yeah, yeah you have to be in that position as well because if you're still enjoying your life and you're meeting women left, right, and center, that's cool. Live your life, my guy. But um, yeah, once when you've kind of uh, figured out what you want in life, I think for a woman, they really want to be valued and be part of that, right, and have that security yeah. long term, right. I think that's what most women want. I, I, I rewind it a little bit. I feel like it's a bit of like divergence, divergence, bleh, divergence though. Like from in like two separate things in terms of like chasing women. Like so yeah. I feel like sometimes if you having women chase you can be bad because you attract bad it's not women. Bad. It's not good or bad. Or it can be bad though, can't it? Come on. Like oh, my yeah, last okay. few relationships, like one of them, probably one of the worst ones was like, or the most toxic ones, yeah. was like some girl was messaged me because she follows me on Instagram. Yeah. I've met up with her at a festival. Yeah. We've, we've smashed. And Bro. then that's how that started. You know what's mad? What? So my girlfriend told me that typically it's what, you attract who you are. I completely at that, agree, at that, mate. Moment, yeah. at that moment in time. Yeah. Right. So if I were to look at all my relationships, I've never really have had like red flags type of types of relationships, mm -hmm. which kind of makes sense because I've kind of kept to myself. Yeah, which means obviously naturally you attract the kind of woman yeah. that's looking for that yeah. anyway. You right? attract your partner exactly, essentially, right? Which is fucking mad, right? Negative traits. Yeah, but at the same time, I think you need to surrender to the idea of looking for someone at any given point. Yeah, you know, I, I think as a guy, if you're if you're if you have a goal in mind and if you chase that goal, naturally things will f come your way, naturally. But I, it's not for every, it might not work for everyone, but it'll put you in a far more favorable position as a guy to get what you're looking for long-term. I, th I think, dude, if it has to be approached though, like if you're a, whether you're a man or a woman, if yeah. you do want like a relationship, it has to be approached like anything else. Like you have to have to work at it and seek it. Like yeah, I do you think do. dating- You have to work quite, on yourself first. Quite, yeah, oh yeah. Man. Yeah, you have to but work on yourself that's first. That's the thing I tell, like I, I speak to my girlfriend about this as well. Like obviously she's someone that really, really wants to, she's an empath dude she cares yeah. about like fucking opposite of me like, <laughs> she's a narcissist she's um she like really cares about like she wants to do the best she possibly she's like overachiever she wants to yeah. do the best she can yeah. she wants to help as many people as possible as she can she'll yeah. get like super stressed out for example if like she's got too much work on and then she hasn't got time to see her or she's yeah. agreed to see her my friends. girlfriend is exactly like, like oh that. my god i'm meant to well, see I my, I'm, <laughs> I'm meant to see my i'm meant to see my yeah. friends but i've got to do this and i, I can't cancel or be a bad friend i'm like dude like it's not you, that deep. It's not that deep. And like, but you can't, you can't wait. You can't help anyone else. You can't help your family. You can't help your friends yeah. until you have your own shit sorted exactly. out. So you have to be yeah. selfish and put Before, your shit first. Yeah. Selfish bro, to be I selfless. I recently realized this. Yeah, I'm so selfless on the journey. I've been so selfless to the point where from a business perspective, I've made decisions that helped other people more than they helped me. Yeah. And then I'll look at the bank account. And I'm like, I'm losing more money than I'm making because I'm helping other people during the process. Mm -hmm. So it took me until this point and a level of maturity to realize that you need to help yourself first yeah. before you help anyone else. You can't. You, you, and then you, that is another form of stability. When you do look for a partner, they're going to look for that within you. I guess it's important to distinguish in terms of like 
from the viewer's perspective where you are in life. When you're 20, this is not, you could adopt some of these stuff, but it's not necessary. Oh, but once you start getting to 25 and 30, bro, you need to be in that position. Otherwise, you're going to have a fucking nightmare of a time trying to get the things that you want bro, when in the like, way you want them when you want them. When I was like 21, 22, like I'm 26 now, like even like 24, yeah. like I, 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 the thought of like a long-term relationship was like, nah, no, 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 sure nah, I was just being a little fuck boy. So I do think everyone, should, <laughs> like, like men. Bro, I, was looking, just, I was looking for my wife at 23. I was there fucking throwing, <laughs> throwing disco biscuits into my mouth, raves, looking I'm, for some fucking disgusting, fucking sweaty slut I could shove my cock into. Literally, mate, the difference between me and you. I love, I, I love the contrast. You probably bro. had it already. Yeah, man. But you, you have it like, right. That's not the way to fulfill nah, it. No, no, but, agree, agree. but the thing is, I can get pretty wild though in situations like that. But I guess obviously, I always go back to like my long term goal. Yeah. I don't know how you're, I figure that out. Go back to your, your yeah. main goal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like side chick number four, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just how it is, man. Just yeah. Learn to play the game, bro. Future. Don't hate the player. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, I, fuck yeah. I, I, I do. Yeah, bro, I, I think, yeah. I, mate, I, I, like this. From a, this is, a, well, I say this is unpopular opinion. A lot of people are going to fucking agree with me. Uh, um, I think like that whole like hot girl summer though, from a female's perspective, is the worst the fucking, fucking thing vibe. that you can do for your value if you're as looking a woman. for a good quality like, man even even like even like okay so sleeping around as a man isn't great like I, it's not good I, I, yeah, it's a sign of discipline i think i love i love doing it yeah um like it's great fun it's yeah. like great for your ego yeah but I, even though those things yeah i still think it isn't great for like you as a individual healthy or it's not for yeah but i think for a girl like that's it's just it's just it a great way to like decrease your plummet your fucking value, yeah. bro. Like no no man that He's is gonna like, be proud. But yeah, no man that's like smashing it in life wants to be, be like, with Yo, a freaking whore. My chick like, has been with like yeah, fifty guys. Yeah, no, not even that. No, <laughs> I don't know what, what's the threshold of you know what what when you look for a woman if she's been with more than X amount of guys when do you like it's a it's it? a difficult one, dude. I, I think yeah. it's it's hard to like put a threshold to it. Yeah. Um. I guess you got to wear out based on how much you like her, basically. Yeah, I'd say I'd yeah. say it's based on that, yeah. and based if you like how much you fuck with her, how much yeah. does she like? I don't th I don't believe that you're the same person. I'm the same person now as I was five years 100%. ago. But then it's gonna be like, okay, if she's gone done fucking bukaki with a thousand guys, <laughs> like and there's videos of her like getting her face cummed on by fucking Johnny Sims, you know, that maybe might switch things up for me a little bit. Um, so yeah, bro. But yeah. I don't know, man. And even like uh, like things that are like high value women, mate, as well. Like, yeah. Like girls that, that I'm, I think I'm, they have a very distorted version. Well, even, or, even on social media, girls that are like successful and doing really, really well for themselves. Like yeah. a lot of these chicks will preach like, don't sleep around. It, it, yeah. Because the reason for that as well is it's not just like I'm a freaking, it's not like I'm a misogynist. It's yeah. like men like I used to be will use you yeah. just to come inside and yeah. then they will lead you on <laughs> and be yeah. like, Oh yeah, maybe we'll have something. Who knows? I'm not feeling it, it right now. Fuck. And then we'll, you will just get used. Sad. Yeah. Exactly. You it know what sad. I mean? You will get used and abused by guys yeah. that want to just shack. Because yeah. it's like, because men and women what, are different. What are your thoughts on having a daughter at some point? Wait, no, Bro, that what you know. As a guy, I'm going to have a son. 
or yeah. abortion. Yeah, that's <laughs> the Just that those are the, the two only options. Oh, bro, nah, nah, nah. It's quite um, daunting, like, bro, having a fucking daughter. Yeah, man, some of the shit that you're going to have to deal with. It's scary to have a daughter, but I, th- I think... But if you raise them properly, yeah, I guess, they'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. I think, like, if someone's... Yeah, yeah, bro, like, obviously in this day and age, it's scary. It's scary having a daughter. Yeah. Especially, like, you know, being a man yourself, you know what guys are like. You know how fucking sexually driven we are. But I think, I guess, it's just about educating her and... You know, yeah, I had a, yeah, I've had this chat with um with the misses, and I literally told her like, yeah, typically guys, I just know what you think they are. You know, it's man. very rare to find a well round like not even a well rounded guy, but I said you just need to be cautious of what's coming your way. Yeah, I mean, if you have got twenty dudes coming you know, coming towards you, I think as a woman, you need to have a skill or the ability to filter out, you know, a good guy or uh, I guess that's a lot of work. <sighs> yeah, man, it's, I don't it's think hard, we can ever empathize how much women have to deal with this shit on a daily basis. Yeah. For a guy, you might have one or two guys, two, uh, one or two guys, one or two girls approaching you. <laughs> you clapping some, some side pro <laughs> chicks. No homo, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, man. But obviously women go through this on a regular. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, for women, if you're not sleep around, like, it's, a it's not, yeah, it doesn't put you in the most favorable position to find a guy that you're looking for. That's going to be happy with you to be wifed up. What well, well, it, it comes down to biology and psychology. It like, does. Like men it's are naturally dr- due to due to testosterone. Like we are naturally dr- and reproductive yeah. strategies. Like twenty four hour period. Is, whereas a, a woman's wife, this, this, this isn't my opinion. This is yeah, science. Yeah. Like we like but, I like mate. I, I sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I, say, I would freaking like as like the majority of men would fuck uh three or yeah. four out of ten women yeah. for like for like a couple of drinks and they just come and then be like see you later that's it the majority of women and they can do that repeatedly throughout the day yeah the do mo- you mean because obviously when it comes to reproduction like we can go through that cycle multiple times a day right whereas a woman can only get pregnant once or like her, her ability to get pregnant is exactly. only like a window Pregn- within the preg- month right pre- reproduction for a woman pregnancy for a woman like in yeah. all multicellular species it's incredibly like energetically costly that's what it comes yeah. out doesn't it yeah, like resources. You, have a, you have a finite amount of eggs yeah. so a reproductive strategy of a female in uh, the multicellular species is yeah. going to be to find one prime male with top genetics yeah yet impregnated by that male then pass on your genes and offspring with yeah. a bloke we have infinite yeah. amounts of oh. cheap sperm like they're fucking like one yeah. pennies yeah. so we're just gonna spray Throw that shit in as, as many women can. as possible to and pass on our genes to as yeah. many women as possible yeah so it's to like that, that's kind of a disparity in, in, re- in reproductive <laughs> strategies do you know what I mean so, <laughs> I, I, so yeah, yeah so obviously the, yeah. the value if you want to look at it that way the value of sex for women is like women are much more valuable than men yeah do you think women if they knew this they would definitely change how 100%, they bro. 100%, do things and why they're doing them right so it's a lack of education I, th- basically. I think people are deluded like in this woke freaking day and age as well weird. into thinking like oh we're all the same everyone's uh, exactly the same we have the same and it's like imagine? we have completely different imagine brains. walking around telling people that you're a black guy and you're clearly caucasian bro i identify as black bro. i identify as black <laughs> rastafarian do you know what I mean? It's the same shit. It just doesn't, like, bro, like, <sighs> we got to a point where now the lines are so blurred and people actually believe it and run with it. It's, it's like, what the fuck are we Degradation of society, mate. Like, yeah, it is. Literally. It is. And what do you think that is? I think it's people have so few problems um, yeah. that they want to, that they create their own problems in order to yeah. be part of a group or in order to be part of something I think it's a lack of identity, meaningful. bro. No identity, yeah. Lack and I, of I, identity. Part of me also believes that, like, it's some, like, 
conspiracy theorist Mo thinks it's like maybe uh, some Someone, so Soviet plot some high, from, yeah. uh, to degrade the West from like yeah. 30 years ago. You, what, what does that but mean? Yeah, you don't get I, I doubt you get this from other countries. I mean, I could be wrong. Like, What do you mean? In terms of like uh, when it comes to especially masculine and feminine energy, right? When you look at role models or yeah, other males in society in Russia, for example, right? Yeah. I think there's a clear distinct behaviors when it comes to you know men and women mm-hmm. especially in dating right that you just wouldn't see the around here but most people, yeah most yeah. people say that uh eastern women tend to be a lot more loyal okay yeah you know uh they definitely fall uh they definitely uh, they, yeah they word. definitely embrace their feminine ed- energy and are very submissive yeah right and they really empower and push men to be <sighs> masculine and powerful yeah and man be a man right I that's what that's his that's the kind of narrative that I tend to hear um, through media. So um, whether it's true or not, I don't really I think know. It, it is true, especially in Asia as well, to an yeah. extent. But I think people get confused where like, uh, or like people that might get offended by that statement get it confused where they hear submissive and they think of some like housewife yeah. who's like abused make and neglected. Me yeah, fucking shit. make me that bitch right now. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And when it isn't, it's, it's not like, okay, it's, does it doesn't mean that like you can't have your own business and yeah. be a successful business woman and be this and this. It's just like what men look for versus I think, what let women me put, look let me put, for. Let me put some guys on game, right? I think a woman would be much more inclined to do things for you, AKA make you a meal, yeah. clean the house, do certain things. Mm. If you're on a mission, to obviously provide that either financial security, um, an environment where she feels safe mm-hmm. and she feels she's valued. I think any woman will be more than happy to do shit for you. I, I deeply think that, right? If you put her in that position where she feels taken care of, what, do you know what I mean? Like it's, what, what it's woman, lo- what, what person would not want to do it's that? It's love, dude. You're not gonna be mean it's, to- it's, it's called caring about the other person, you know? That's one, yeah. Like, quite, <laughs> the like, most obvious, yeah. Like, yeah, like my, yeah, my, yeah. But the thing is, like, let me just say this, right? Because Typically, I don't think women realize the reason why we do half the things that we do, right? All the guys that I know around me, they want kids. They want a family, mm-hmm. right? I think most women just assume because of their younger teenage years that obviously guys want to fuck. But ultimately, I don't know about you, bro. I want kids when I, you know, yeah, in a yeah. few years time, I think right? it takes a while to and get And I to want that, a good bro. quality woman that can take care of, yeah. right? I think most women assume that most guys don't want that. Therefore, but they're not going to- Immature they're gonna, guys, They're dude. not going to put themselves in a position where they're going to sacrifice all this energy and love for a person, for someone that's never going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but for guys, yeah, if you want a woman to really either do things for you, just put yourself in a position where- you know, you got your own thing going. You have a mission. Yeah, you have a mission. You're doing something yeah. in life that is valuable. Something that can also benefit her. But it, it, it will, you know, it will be reciprocated, basically. 100%, 100%, reciprocation is a big one. 100%, man. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, Re- like Reciprocation for, is a big one. For example, yeah, if I am if I got a lot of shit on, um, like my girlfriend will be more than like more than happy, like cook me food, like fucking clean downstairs, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, if I'm too busy to do that. But similarly, mate, if she's got some like, exam or some shit that's really important or she's really busy with work like i don't mind doing that either yeah. like i'll support her mission she'll she'll yeah. kind of support mine you know it's yeah. like it's, it, it is like that that balance and i think it's just um if it, if you like love the other person you know you're all, you're gonna want them to do well and you're gonna want you to do. support them so you're emotionally invested you know you want yeah if they do good you do good i think it's more of a teamwork thing as well that dynamic needs to be in there like yeah I think communication is a big one for me. 
what as in like communication being just being able to express right. yourself yeah. across this spectrum the, on every topic well as in as in like on from the relationship standpoint yeah from yeah from a relationship yeah, I'm standpoint i'm not a communicator bro are you not nah as in as in like oh, i feel like the reason that this works so well my relationship is because um is because like she will my girlfriend queen she will be like if anything bothers her like straight away she'll be like let's sit down and talk about this yeah like right now yeah like and i've never had that yeah. like if something bothers me i'll go for a walk and then within five minutes my stupid man brain has forgotten about it yeah like i don't even remember bro it. that's wild yeah. i can't bro um, if, not, yeah really? bro if i go through some shit we need to sit down and chat about it now like i find it very difficult to I don't move hold on, on to shit like, i do not hold on to shit i find it difficult to move on until okay, something's addressed yeah. okay, right yeah. until we address it right this second yeah and we're both clear mm. we can move on interesting and um yeah i, I hate internalizing things bro like I have to say how it is. I have to express it. Otherwise, I find it very, very difficult. That's, just, that's cool. Yeah, I guess I guess in certain situations, it's like, yeah, obviously you need to time it right. Yeah. Right? And obviously you need to make sure that you're on the same wavelength with people in order to get to that point. Um, but yeah, I think it's made a huge difference um, with my relationship. Otherwise, if I was doing certain things and she had no context to them, she just, she might assume that I don't care. Right, because yeah. I'm, I'm not a big communicator when it comes to texting every day, every hour, right? I yeah. just can't do that, bro. Yeah. I can't text, yeah. I have to text you in terms of like, you know, I can text you at the end of the day to catch up, jump on FaceTime, right? That's kind of my flow. But mm -hmm. I'm not one of those people, I can't sit down and text you every day, like every hour, every minute, right? So imagine if you have a woman that is like that or a girlfriend that's like that, where you need to talk to on a daily basis, right? Um, or every hour. Um, but you're not replying to her text messages and there's no context. She might think that you're not, you know, you're not, you're not interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's one of the things that I've realized. Like, yeah, if you tell the, if you explain what the situation is, it puts everyone on an even playing field. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there's less, um, you know, you're not second guessing. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I said like communication is key, like you said, and yeah. um, that's the biggest thing. And then, then also for me, like actually having a successful relationship or a happy, like we've probably argued like for like five times. Like, we've never, do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. really happen. Like we don't really fall out or argue yeah. or anything, but it, it never gets to that. Cause obviously like we communicate with things very early. Yeah. And it's also maybe like, I feel like I've grown up a little bit. So like, maturity, like, like the realization yeah. that like, it takes two to tango. Like every argument takes two to yeah. And like, although you think you're right, she thinks yeah. she's right as well. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes you got to compromise. Like you got to accept that you're right. I think for guys like- Get over your fucking yeah, ego. Bro, like, I've, I yeah, bro. Like there's yeah. so many situations looking back, especially when it comes to friendships where I've looked at myself and had to check myself. And I was like, yeah, bro, like you're definitely in the wrong in that position. You mm. should have handled this situation much, much different, right? And uh, when it comes to relationships, especially long-term is something that I want to stay away from. I don't want to be in a position where I think I'm right all the time. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah that takes a lot of exercise. Do you know what I mean? It's something that you got to check yourself on. Like how often do you check yourself in every situation, like in any situation? What do you mean? Whether it's an argument, whether it's a decision that you've made, how often do you sit back and look at it and be like, yo bro, did I handle that the way I was supposed to? I, th I think I'm like forced to do it because of my girlfriend. Oh shit. In a, in a so good way. Just, yeah. No, 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 cause she'll like really want to break things down and speak about it. And yeah. then I'll, I'll try like, I, something I always like, I always remember like in any kind of situation that's remotely confrontational or anything is it's, it's like, seek first to understand and then be yeah. understood, you know? Listening. And it's like, we, we, we are the center of our own universes. Yeah. So it's like, if we can understand why the person feels that way, then maybe we can see that we're not 
in the right yeah. or how they've come to that conclusion if they've got something mixed up. It's mad, right? Yeah. Essentially, you are the hero in your own story. You, you think that, but then, yeah, it takes a different mindset to change your position. I think one thing that I'm trying to do now is listen more and talk less. Yeah. Just really listen and actually understand people's problems or where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. I think before I used to be quite hot-headed in terms of like the long-term goal, blah, 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 right? Well, I just wouldn't care about anything outside of that. So, um, yeah, I'm all for that. Like, yeah. Yeah, bro, it's definitely changed my game in terms of um, just being a better person. Oh, shit, that camera's gone off. Oh. Yeah, bro, we can wrap it up when you want. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Bro, one thing that I hate is the first few minutes of a podcast. Fuck. Yeah, it yeah. takes a while it's, to get into it, man. Move it like a second. Oh, I've got to go on that shit. camera. Right, the the camera's died, so I think that's an indication to wrap it up, bro. I'm lying incredibly awkwardly, and it pee as well. But yeah, man, I appreciate that. Um, pretty so random all over the place. No, it's good. I feel like, um, yeah, I mean, that's these are the kind of conversations that we have anyway. Yeah, right. We barely even talk about fitness. Yeah, and obviously most of our content is fitness but it's changing a little bit of everything call. yeah so i think it's um it's exciting plug your shit dude where can we find you Woo! all right my people um if there's anything that you want when it comes to fuck i don't mean i'm more I'm shit at stuff like this what just right? say what are you on instagram oh so yeah if you want to find me you can find me at lubomba on instagram youtube youtube and tiktok oh and how does, how, how, i can't remember how to spell your name so it's L U B O M B A. Yeah, nice. And um, yeah, uh, right now in terms of where we're at, we've got a whole bunch of exciting stuff. We recently launched a editing app for fitness cre content creators. Yeah, man, let's go do bits. If you want to check it out, by all means, please do check it out. Your support is everything, literally. And what's the corporation? Um, so creation dot store. It's pretty everything it's, it's, you need. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it another time actually. So one. Yeah, we could have touched on that, but we've been going for like two hours. So. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, I'm not going to go into depth with that. Even Mo, Mo's going to get his presets on there. So if you want to get your yeah, I'm gonna pictures do that looking again. sick, like his <sighs> content, you'll find them on the creation Better store. People, but yeah, I'm going to pee my pants, mate. So good shit. Peace out, love to bits. Thank you. Good yeah. night. Legend. Oh.